All right, we are looking like we're live. I think everything's good here. Just kind of checking in. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, all right, everything's looking pretty good on my end, guys. Uh, what's going on, everyone? Good evening, and welcome back to the Xbox Roundtable podcast. With this being show number 295, your place on Sunday nights for Xbox talk, and so much more from around the game industry. I'm Invader, and we've got a load of stuff to get through tonight. Uh, earlier this week, we saw the first trailer released for Grand Theft Auto 6, causing the internet to go freaking nuts, really. Uh, we'll go through our thoughts on that trailer, plus that little old thing called the Game Awards. You know, there are plenty of new trailers and reveals, announcements uh, from the event. We'll discuss our personal favorites and how Xbox did overall. And just how we felt about the Game Awards, I think, is going to come up as well. But before getting into all those fun things, let me introduce my illustrious panel members tonight. Uh, starting off with Crusader. How you been? I'm good. Uh, today was really long. Uh, <laughs> I-, I ran not one but two different... Uh... Like events in an auditorium, the light soundboard theater. So I'm very EP tonight, but it's been good otherwise. Yeah, I think I saw you post a picture of that. Uh, you were definitely um, keeping busy <laughs> for the day. So good on you. Good on you, pal. Uh, next up, Dots. Hey, bud. Great to see you here. How you been? I've been doing good. Uh, been a busy work weekend for me, but I get to relax for a bit for the rest of the week and, you know, get back to some games. Um, been constantly still having fun playing Halo Infinite, uh, especially with that new firefight mode that's been out. I've been having mm. a blast playing that during the whole last week. Um, definitely something, you know, people should get back into, I think. Uh, and other than that, uh, I got uh, Warhammer 40k Rogue Trader. Mm. I got past the tutorial. Uh, good so far. I definitely will dive more into that soon in the future. But uh, I've heard a lot of good things from people who've gotten further in the game than I have. So, like, you know, if you're Warhammer 40k game, there's another one to add to your list while you wait for Space Marine 2 next year. Yes, and we got a... <laughs> Uh, release date a proper release date for that but we'll touch on that a bit later um yeah rogue trader actually looks really in depth and uh surprisingly a lot of fun i'm very curious about it i want to check it out so and i think mld does as well uh let's see eric shockley hey bud i saw you pop in there how you been All right, Shockley, I think you're muted at the moment or away. Uh, next, I'll go over to Grimes. Grimes, how have you been doing? What's going on? I've been doing good. Uh, finally beat Rollerdrome. Uh, really fun game. I mentioned it last week. Mm-hmm. And then just been chilling. Nothing really happened this week. So, you know, doing good. All right. Alright, that's good. Yeah, I, I do have that game downloaded. I played a bit of the tutorial. I just haven't had a, a chance to really go in-depth on it. But uh, interesting art style, for sure. And uh, moving on. The Man from the Desert, Centurion. How are you been? I'm doing pretty good, man. Just uh, staying busy, trying to game while I can. Uh, still grinding through Outriders, but now also having to juggle... 
uh, Avatar, the the new Avatar game that came out. Um, just enjoying what gaming has to offer. Nice, nice. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I've been doing a little bit of gaming myself. Uh, played a little bit of Halo, just uh, not the new firefight mode uh, yet. I just kind of experimented some st with some uh, stuff on uh, the maps. And uh, yeah, just a little bit of this and that. Uh, I definitely want to start playing uh, Robocop sometime soon. Uh, I've had that on the back burner for a little bit and hey, I'm stoked to play that. Um, let's see, uh, still waiting on MLD, I think he'll be coming in soon, but, uh, until then, Shockley, are you there? Yeah, ah. yeah, I'm here. How you been, pal? Uh, uh, it's been a really rough week, just some personal stuff that, going down, so I didn't get really any chance to play much. Played, started playing a little bit of, uh, uh, Ever Crisis on the mobile kind of like a reimagining um of like where it takes like all the different releases like i think crisis core basically all the different iterations uh i think advent children and like mashes them together and kind of like a mobile uh straightforward kind of like story so been kind of tinkering with that because i was uh hype when they first announced it and then i think they just had a beta and then we had to wait for a while so i had to just trying to get back to that just you know inch my way back into some gaming but definitely want to get into it uh this week especially with uh i think been kind of reinvigorated uh with the announcements and uh some of the stuff we'll get into here in a bit but um mm -hmm. but yeah definitely need to get into some of these uh games that just dropped on some of these sales too so mm -hmm. yeah ready for uh ready for these topics well there was a certain uh, there was a couple of announcements at the game awards that i'm like yeah Eric Shockley, he's all over that, but we'll uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but guys, yeah, before we uh, begin uh, with the first topic, just a quick reminder, very quick, just to smash the like button and share out the show in case you haven't done that already. We'd love to get more eyes and ears here and uh, more people in the chat. Chat, looking pretty lively so far. Great to see you all here. But yeah, you know, it'd be, be, be uh, really kind, you know, to help us out with those pesky algorithms and such. You know, the drill, guys. You know how it goes. But uh, yeah, you know, why waste any time? Uh, let's get into our first topic. And uh, let's see. Earlier this week, we got our first look at Grand Theft Auto 6. The trailer actually leaked a little earlier than it was supposed to. But Rockstar just kind of said, well, screw it, and released it anyways. The game looks like another massive open-world playground set in Vice City, a.k.a. Miami, <laughs> uh, with a focus set around two characters, it seems, with lots of crazy stuff inspired by real-life Florida events. <laughs> Florida man is real, guys. <laughs> um, I'm very curious what the crew thinks uh, with this reveal tra trailer. Um, Dots, you know what, I'll, I'll uh, go over to you uh, first. I don't know if you're a lover of the franchise at all, but uh, you probably saw the trailer. Uh, any thoughts on it? I have seen the trailer. Um, I'm also probably one of the few people who's never played a Grand Theft Auto game in their life. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's it's no negativity towards the franchise. I just 
I just never really gotten the chance, and then it just hasn't stuck since then. But um, no, I, I I've seen I saw the trailer. Um, I honestly my brain didn't put Florida together until I saw the alligator walking into the grocery store, and that that made me that made me laugh pretty hard. But um, no, it's at a game that is long overdue, even if though uh, I'm seeing a lot of crazy rumors about Rockstar's plans of uh, how they're going to price the game. Um, but that's, you know, that's a future topic when they actually get closer to releasing in what they said, 2026 or just five. I don't know. 25. 25. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if it got delayed to 26, but, um, <laughs> um, but no, so no, I saw the trailer. Um, it looked good. I, I definitely when I, I saw the comparison video of uh all the, the references to actual events in Florida, that was that was a lot of fun just seeing that. But um I'm interested to see where it goes, but at the same time, the trailer, um, outside of showing what Miami's gonna look like, um, I it, it's definitely interesting seeing the um the story that a lot of people will, you know, go through and then they'll overlook for, you know, the next 10 years or so after they beat the campaign and then they just do nothing but multiplayer for the rest of the time. So, well, at the moment, it's just kind of another wait and watch situation until we uh, you know, see some see some good stuff. And I think I think we'll see some good stuff. So. All right. All right. I mean, uh, spoiler alert, guys, um, I, I did get married uh, back in May, and for my honeymoon, I had went to Florida back in July, and I spent a week on Miami Beach. So it was interesting seeing the trailer, right? Um, they have a lot of buildings that are similar to uh, the real-life counterparts, and on, like, the stretch of Miami Beach, uh, the hotel I was at, there's, like, one that's, like, nearly identical scene in the... Uh, the trailer, I'm like, oh man, they they, they really got it. <laughs> so you can uh, you can go to uh, some of those Scarface uh, shots, like where they uh, yeah. where that first early scene where you have the chainsaw in the bathtub, um, that whole uh, building and like uh, I forget what it is. I think it's like a CVS now, <laughs> but like that motel or hotel from that early shot of the movie. They're still around. You can go uh... to that location. They're yep. still around the the Fountain Blue, I think it's called. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're still yeah, the whole bunch of them are still around. Um, I mean, there's different parts of that strip. I was more towards like the south side, that's a little more northward. But uh, either way, pretty pretty fun um, uh, area to say the least. Uh, I know I know Grimes has been around there. <laughs> uh, speaking yeah. of which, Grimes. Uh, why don't you tell us our thoughts? Uh, I'm assuming you've seen the uh, the GTA 6 trailer. Yeah, no, I haven't. Absolutely no. What are you talking about? But what's fair to say, it looks as good as always. I remember uh, when the uh, previous videos uh, leaked uh, like a year or two years ago, and everyone... Every dumb dumb was trashing Rockstar for how bad it looked, but tell me you don't know, understand how video game development works. Uh, and now we see how great it actually looks. I can't wait. Uh, I'm not bothered at all by the uh, female protagonist. 
I feel I feel like it's great. Uh, they're known for making amazing storylines and great characters. So I can't wait to see what they they've got cooking with that character. And I and just like Dots mentioned, I love how they captured Florida in that trailer with the real life events captured on the news. Um, that's, that's so Florida. I do miss the uh, 80s vibes, but uh, you know, like v- uh, Vice City, the original Vice City game was so right. fun. So I do miss those vibes, but yeah, it's whatever. Um, and you know, GTA 4, I can't believe Dots has, hasn't played any of the uh, GTA games. GTA 4 is one of my... <laughs> I, I know, I'm sorry, dude. But no, no, don't I, don't apologize. It's fine. Yeah, I just, I just yeah. haven't played them. Yeah. I th- I think I might have played like GTA Five for like five minutes with me, one of me and Crusader's friends, and then he immediately airstriked me as soon as I got into the game, and I was like, "All right, that was fun." And I stopped playing. Is that Rob? I, no, it was Arboz. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh... <laughs> I, I love GTA Four is probably my favorite one in the series uh, thus far because of the characters, setting, and hilarious expansions, like the uh, Ballad of Gay Tony. <laughs> Such a crazy character, um, and you know it's of course it's disappointing that. Uh, the, they haven't announced PC day one and it's disappointing. But Rockstar knows exactly what they're doing. They know you're gonna buy it twice. I bought GTA 4 twice, once when it came out or when it originally came out, and then a few weeks ago when it was on sale for a back compact. And I did the same thing with GTA 5. I bought it when it first came out for the 360, and then when it came out on Xbox One. Um, it will be interesting to see how they expand on GTA Online. Would love to see the uh, if the rumors of you being able to travel between cities like Liberty City, Vice City, and Los Santos come to fruition. Uh, I definitely played loads of uh, GTA Online uh, for several years, but haven't touched it since the uh, nightclub expansion. So it's been a while. I actually met met one of the DJs from that from the uh, club expansion a few months ago. The Blast Madonna, and she's super a dope person. But um, I digress. Um, and you know, for the people complaining that it's gonna be a 2025 release, bruh, it's only 12 months away. It's not a big deal. We've waited 11 years for for the game to came to come out. Surely we can wait 12 to 16 more months. So I can't wait, and I'm so hyped. Yeah, can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it is exciting. Um, you know, GTA is just one of those franchises that, 
you know, it just gets really, really, um, uh, it really gets people excited, you know, frothing at the mouth, like waiting just to, uh, play this franchise. Um, you know, it's like Call of Duty. They've never done a bad character in any of the games. Every single character is written so well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they certainly do have a strength with uh, knowing their characters. Um, they definitely do a lot of uh, their homework on uh, the, for sure. Uh, not that I mean, I haven't played all of the GTAs going back, but uh, you know, I, I certainly have experience in them. Uh, moving down the list here. Oh, General MLD. Hey, I just saw you there sneaking. How are you doing? Hey, yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, it's been a good week. Game Awards were fun. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to this fun chat here. Of course. Well, you know, since I got you up here, uh, you got any thoughts on the GTA 6 trailer? Oh, yeah. Uh, I really, I really got hyped for the trailer there. Um, the graphics look stunning. Uh, even just thinking about it now, uh, there was, like, an overhead shot of, like, the, a beach area, and the water was, like, really good looking. Even the NPCs are, are modeled, modeled very well. So you can tell Rockstar puts the effort into the into their games. Their release uh, windows have uh, slowed down considerably since uh, San Andreas, but um, at least the games they do give you, like you know that every area is meticulously handcrafted, and in that regard, it does show. So I'm looking forward to the uh, to explore the world that uh, that they are going to create for us. Uh, as for the dual protagonists, fine with me. So long as they give people the choice to play the guy or the girl, I don't see the issue there. Um, I mean, yeah, having a female protagonist, we're, we are no stranger to that in gaming, so people shouldn't be outraged about that. That's not an issue for me. Um, I'm sure the gameplay is going to be good. Yeah, like, like those leaked alpha videos, like I never bought into that. Game development is what it is. Um, that kind of stuff happens always near the end anyway. Um, the release window 2025, I'm not worried about that either. Because we waited this long, what's another year? I mean, we're we're already in December, so it's going to be 2024 before we know it. And the game's ready once ready. I mean, we're not going to ask for a rush game, especially after waiting this long. So I'm I'm confident it'll be good. Um, yeah, nothing else really much to say. I hope we get more information soon. But um, yeah, it's crazy how much this game is uh is just blowing up online how popular this franchise truly is like they really gta 5 it really took things up a notch i'd say they really handled gta online very well over the years and that's also a big reason why so i think it'll, it'll also have a good on online component at the same time though i know that if we play this game at launch they're gonna remaster this thing for the next generation and uh and so on and so forth so if you buy it at launch, you do that with the knowledge that you're going to be playing this game uh, more than one time because they're going to give you better versions down the road. So if you're fine with that, uh, if you if you got that uh, FOMO, if you, you don't want to miss out at launch, hey, by all means, play it. But keep that in mind, I say, that we're going to play better versions later. So, yeah, I hope they give us more information soon and, and I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Yeah. I mean, I know you brought up the the whole the female protagonist. I think her name's Lucia or Lucia, something like yeah. that. Yeah, um, yeah. Lucia, Lucia. I mean, 
I know it's been a while for GTA, but I mean, going back all the way to the first GTA, you could select, there was actually a few, I think there was like four or five different female characters you could choose from then. I know that it's like a different era of GTA, but it's not like it hasn't been seen in the series altogether. I mean, in the more modern ones, yes, yes. But with this game, I would say, like, I'm getting a Bonnie and Clyde kind of vibe, personally. Yes. Uh, just because it focuses on the two, though, right? The the bo- uh, the guy and the girl. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just kind of curious where they take it. I mean, I'm assuming you could switch between both. I mean, that would make sense, a la, you know, GTA V. Um, but I'm, re- I'm really curious about the story opportunities here. And uh, just from the hints that are given... Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm very curious where they take it personally. Uh, also the, uh, mm-hmm. I just thought of it now. I wonder how they're going to do the whole social media part. I just forgot about that. Like, the, like there's a part where they're streaming and I wonder how much that has to do with the, uh, how, how much that's integrated into the game and what that actually does for you or if, if that's just part of the story. Cause, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's certainly something that GTA five do- doesn't do. It's, I'm very curious how they tackle quite a few things, uh, whether it be social media, commentary, ads, all that. <laughs> I can just imagine, uh, considering everything was on overload back in uh, a game that was from 2013. So very curious. Um, Shockley, buddy, I mean, I would love to hear your thoughts on this Uh I can't remember. Are you a GTA fan at all? Got a history with it? Uh, What do you think of uh, GTA 6 so far? Yeah, uh, it looks pretty dope. Um, I'm I'm excited that it's going to Vice City. It is, yeah, also, as mentioned, kind of a downer that it's still not the 80s. Just because we haven't... Pretty much all of them have been, you know, since, uh, I would say, GTA uh gta 4 being kind of like where it went from that more soft look to more of like a realistic um looking game or character models um it's kind of just done whatever present day is at that time um so it would have been kind of cool if they did a jump back to the 80s or a different uh time uh, time period but um overall it's cool that they're still going to that same area so you can kind of actually still get some of that feel of like, hey, here's you know what that map looks like now. Um, and there's been like shots and comparisons of like that little middle island that was like, you know, maybe it seemed de- decent sized when we all first played Vice City, but um, is like massive. It's you know, it's almost the size it looks like of like one of the big islands <laughs> in the old games. Um, so that look that look the city looks amazing. Um, and just like comparing it to like GTA, uh, GTA five, uh, graphically, it's just like, you can see the, the leap there and every, if everything looks that good and hopefully, um, it, I'm guessing it might be 30 FPS on a series X and PS five, unless we have pro consoles by then. Um, but hopefully it's also when they said 2025, hopefully it's like at least first half, um, I wouldn't see why. I mean, I guess the GTA Five, I think released. I think it was like in fall. Like it was right before it was the new September. Drop, it was September. So, September. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's probably where they're gonna go with it again. But it'd be cool if they did spring, because um, 
if anything, I don't, I don't see why not, because you're going to have that game sells regardless, as we've all kind of seen it hit those records. So I don't think they'd be afraid of, like, not, you know, landing it right on the holiday season. It's going to, it's going to just sell ridiculous all through the year. And it just looks uh, pretty sick. So, but yeah, it's, I'm glad we're finally at least getting it acknowledged um, because it's, it's like, what are you guys working on? You did Red Dead and then for like what's been 10 years. So um, it's like, you know, what, what are you guys actually spending all this time on um, other than just like doing updates or, but I'm just, baffled by like how long gta 5 has gone on um especially how that online started because it was kind of shit in that first uh month or first year or so they even had to like if you remember oh you said what i said they almost abandoned gta online at first yeah they would they would uh anybody that like played it in that first like month or so they like gave you a bunch of credits and stuff like that uh to kind of like you know save face but uh but yeah it's just ridiculous how how it's sold and just like pretty much probably prolonged us ever getting another gta um but at least it's we know it's happening and we've at least seen glimpses of it it's not just like hey you know here's a logo and that's it so that's cool so we know it's at least further along um, and it's not going to be like, hey, three years out, and they're actually trying to put a release year on it. So, um, but yeah, it looks sick. Um, yeah, I'm definitely down for the female protagonists. Um, I'm, I kind of want it to be more of centered around one person again versus like what they did in GTA Five. Like that was cool mm-hmm. for the novelty of it. Of but I don't really care about. Like it, already, the way they're setting it up, it seems like all the personalities, like with that main character, um, I didn't get any glimpse of like the other person mm-hmm. in this. So if you're supposed to go between him and her, which doesn't make too much sense, it looks like they're, you know, around each other enough, at least paired up. So um, I'm hopeful it just stays with, and it looks like that's what it's doing because the whole introduction of the. Uh, story mm-hmm. and everything seems like it's centered around her so I don't really care about the whole jumping between you know characters on the fly out of, out of nowhere it was, it was cool that they did it because it was like oh this is different and you know really cool how it just like zooms out and goes to a different uh, character that was cool in 2013 I don't really care about it now so um, but it would be cool if it's a stronger narrative around one person again like they've been doing um but yeah, definitely hype. Um, I've, I've I never I haven't even touched GTA Five online since uh, since like that first year, <laughs> like back on the 360, um, before the new consoles dro- dropped. So maybe I'll try to touch that just to kind of get like what they're probably going to go for, um, just because I haven't. But I'm I'll definitely be down to uh, test you know jump in on the online on this fresh for sure. Um, but yeah, it'll be cool to see different. Um, Easter eggs, I'm sure they'll have from like Vice City in the 80s because they kind of have some of those or some of the same uh, characters that might be still in their same radio stations or um, stuff like that. So just as far as like, hey, if you you know played Vice City, you know here's some things that are still around in the city. 
Um, but yeah, it looks sick. I'm definitely hyped for it. Um, but yeah, hopefully it doesn't get uh, delayed any further. And uh, yeah, I'm praying for the first half release because man, if it's 2025 end of year, almost 2026, it's like it's like come on. <laughs> but yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I guess it would be kind of nice to go back to a focus campaign. But, uh, you know, we still got a lot of information to learn about the game. Uh, so we'll see what, you know, what they tell us down the road. Uh, let's see. Crusader. I mean, I'd love to know your thoughts. I- I'll be honest. I can't remember if you're uh, like played GTA at all or not. But uh, what do you think about the trailer anyways? I thought it was OK. Um I haven't enjoyed a Grand Theft Auto since San Andreas. I didn't really like 4. I never finished 5. Um, in fact, I kind of fell off Rockstar Games in general. I, I liked the, the first Red Dead a lot, but like I was also unable to finish Red Dead 2. Just didn't care for it. Um, uh, so... Uh, they have, and it's something that I agree with. Like Jeff, Jeff Grubb wrote a great article about it. They have this like uncanny realism where like they keep going for these like hyper realistic things, but it just leads to it feeling very uncanny valley. At least for me, um, I I was a little upset or not upset. I was a little sad that like this was basically just a visual showcase trailer because it was a trailer that had an announcement for its announcement. And it was almost in like, like there was like no no gameplay shown whatsoever. And like people are like, this is what Rockstar always does. And I'm like, that doesn't mean I enjoyed it before when they did it either. Um, I I think it looks visually really good. Um, like what what the like as a visual tech demo trailer. Um, but I I can't say that I'm hyper excited for it. Um. I'll probably get it when it comes out because everyone will be playing it. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I I just I, I think Rockstar peaked with San Andreas. Um, way way back when. That's a game that like I I even played the the bad version of it when it came to um when it came out. That was last year, right? The 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 3D remasters. Oh, the collection. I even played the bad version of it and had a freaking blast. But like, I and I then I tried to go back to GTA Five after that, and I was like, man, I, I'm not having a good time. So it's definitely a me thing, um, and I don't want to rain on anyone's parade. I'm just not hyper excited for for it. Um, I, I think I need to see more of it in action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I would say that's fair commentary too. I mean, we've only seen so much of it. Um, you know, in-game engine stuff, like not really, not real true gameplay. Um, you know, just lots of hints, right? But yeah, yeah. you know, it's still very curious anyways. Um, I think the, the main character seems like it'll be pretty, or the, at least the, the character they introduced to us, I should say. Because it does look like it's, uh, um, you know, the, the, the split protagonist again. Um, at I least think. from the leak from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least the one they introduced to us, I really, I, I think it'll be cool. Um, and I, I think the the tone of the character seemed better than any of the characters, except for maybe uh, Trevor, not Trevor, um, Franklin Frank, yeah. in uh, 
um, GTA 5 because Franklin was like the only character that I really liked in GTA 5. I got like halfway through it. Um, I found both Trevor and Michael to be annoying. Uh, so, you know, I, um, I, and I never got into the multiplayer. Uh, I just, um, I, I don't like the way the that most of Rockstar's games control, so I didn't really find the multiplayer to be all that enticing. Um, but, like, uh, tons of people are excited for it, and I'm happy that tons of people are excited for it. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can relate. Uh, I mean, I won't pretend like I'm the biggest GTA guy out there, but I, I do enjoy it. Um, that being said, I got frustrated with Rockstar with the GTA Five. Uh, I got a nasty bug in the game, and uh, to my knowledge, they wouldn't fix it for the longest time. So I kind of went off of GTA Five, and now I just I started playing again through Game Pass. But uh, Rockstar, like I, I know there's a lot of bugs. You know, there are grand games, but uh, it's really annoying when you can't get past a certain section, and it uh, just you know, puts you off. All right. Um, let's see, Centurion. I would love to know your thoughts. You know, like uh, with the other guys, I'm not sure if you're a huge GTA guy or if you've played it in the past, but uh, you must have watched the trailer. Uh, what are your thoughts oh, on yeah, it? I watched the trailer. And can I be entirely honest and just like, I guess, speak from the heart? Mm, maybe a quarter of your heart. Okay, yes, of course you can speak with your heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, people are probably going to wonder why I'm asking it like that, but all right, well, for starters... I'm happy that the community, the gaming world, the gaming community is going to get their Grand Theft Auto game. Uh, They've waited a long time for it. But um, that's where, at least for starters, I'm probably going to be a little reserved in me getting FOMO for the game uh, because of, you know, past issues with, obviously... uh, Rockstar rushing stuff or going for money grabs with like the the Grand Theft Auto remastered trilogy. Uh, they've also done some silly stuff like the like the remaster of um, Red Dead Redemption the original. There's just some things there that make me go like, hmm. I feel like maybe I should really just pay close attention take what information that I can when it comes out and really just hold back judgment until maybe, maybe even wait to see, you know, like I hate to be this guy, but you know, if I was to pre-order the game digitally, I probably would not download the game right away. I would probably wait for probably 48, 72 hours just for people to come out and say whether or not there's bugs so that way I could still refund the game if necessary. Um and that's just because of things that we've seen take place. Um and that's where it, I'm not trying to like rain on anybody's parade. It's great that Grand Theft Auto is starting to have a, another game, but that's where I was never one of those types that got on the Grand Theft Auto hype train. Uh, there's a reason why I own the physical disc for the the Grand Theft Auto Remaster Trilogy. I never played... I think I played Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah, I did. I played Grand Theft Auto 4. Um, and that one I kind of p- puttered out on. 
Uh, I've dabbled a little bit in San Andreas, but I never beat it. Same with Vice City. Never, uh, and also Grand Theft Auto 3. It's like I never found something to keep me going. So that's where I'm like trying to go back now to enjoy them. But this is where I speak from the heart. I I understand the FOMO behind these games because there's a lot of people that love that that I'm a rebel that I'm a, I'm going to live this wild lifestyle vicariously through that game. And for me, I lived that reality at one time. And so therefore I don't get too excited over these Grand Theft Auto games because I'm just like, that's cool. I think I'd rather play a good sci-fi game or something to make me like kind of forget the reality of like actually the, the dumb crap that goes on in the world. Um, but that's where... I, I that's what captured me about Grand Theft Auto Five was I actually knew people that were like Trevor, and the day in the moment in the moment I was in the trailer park as Trevor and you see the guy get up on the on the porch of the trailer the mobile home dressed up like ICP I'm like oh my that totally hit home for me <laughs> because I have literally seen people running around in clown makeup. And I was just like, okay, so these games really do know how to hit that that realism mark for things that go on in the world. And we're seeing that in the trailer. That's something that kind of like, man, I really hope they can capture that essence again, as we could see in the in like there was a lot of references in the trailer uh, that you could actually connect to real life events that are going on in Florida. And I thought it was quite hilarious. But when it comes to the actual story of Grand Theft Auto 6, I'm not concerned about it being a female protagonist. I don't care if it goes between a male and a female. Like, one moment you're her, the next minute you're him. I, I never even thought it was a big deal in Grand Theft Auto 5 that they split it up between the three of them. Um, because it was like, that's what I thought was good about Grand Theft Auto 5 is you have the retired bank robber trying like that's under witness protection that is just trying to live in the suburbs spoiler it, alert spoiler alert i mean it, dude yeah i mean it's been dude, like 11 12 years now yeah, and also by the way as a small joke when you're born in the world you get a birth certificate a social security card and a copy of grand theft auto 5 <laughs> uh, that's why they sell that many copies yeah be fair um, i mean they probably have handed out that many copies by now no, they probably have. I mean, as a matter of fact, they started backdating, making sure that anybody that was collecting a social security check or on Medicare also got their copy of Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> um, so, that, um, I mean, that game is still gangbusters, but this is one thing, like, the story between, like, we saw with, you know, uh, forgive me, I forget the bank robber's name, but... Michael. Michael, you know, because obviously he lives in the rich suburban neighborhoods and he's got these spoiled ass bratty kids. You got Trevor, who's an out of his mind freaking meth cook. And then you got Franklin living in the hood, just trying to make ends meet and try to just kind of like get himself out of the hood. And you have these three dudes that never in their frick, well, other than Trevor and Michael knowing each other from the past, but let's face it, you have these three dudes that come from total different backgrounds that you never in a million years would thought the three of them be like, hey, we're going to get together and do some stuff. And they just go on this wild adventure of where things just keep getting out of control to the point where at the end of the game, these dudes are like, you know, depending on how you played the game, you could literally have these three brothers in arms that have just gone through hell together. 
and I really do feel that Grand Theft Auto had Grand Theft Auto Five had a good story, um, and some really good writing. Same with Red Dead Redemption Two. Now, the reason why I bring up this train of thought is so as a, I just read an article today about how the writers for Grand Theft Auto V and the writers for Red Dead Redemption 2 have left Rockstar Games, and they're actually out creating their own game. If I'm correct, they actually started their own studio, and they're crafting their first game, and, it's, and they showed like a screenshot of it, and it looked really cool. But now that's kind of like it goes down the road, and this is where even Crusader could feel me on this, you know, we're huge BioWare fans. We, the Dragon Age and also Ma and Mass Effect, but a lot of those people are no longer there to, to really write those games. And so there's concern from people like Crusader and myself that is Mass Effect 4 and is Dragon Age, the next Dragon Age game, going to be cohesive with the story or is it just going to make no sense or is the writing just going to be god-awful because the people that crafted those games in the first place are no longer there. And that's one of those things with Grand Theft Auto 6 that I'm wondering, are they just going to go for all this you know, amazing shock and awe of trying to connect the game to real life events. But when it comes to the story, is there going to be any real substance to the story? Um, this is going to be a very, and this is going to be, in my, at least, at least my train of thought, is this game going to, going to be uh, what we have seen from Rockstar Games in the past? Or is this going to be something totally different because the people that really crafted the games that we're all excited about because, you know, Rockstar Games is this amazing pedigreed developer, but I just do wonder, are the people that helped them earn that moniker, were they responsible for it? Or is by some chance Rockstar Games able to continue on without these folks? Yeah, that's a concern of mine too. And it's funny you mentioned the Mass Effect thing. Like, I don't know. I played Andromeda. Uh, I don't know if they can come back from a game like that to to what the trilogy represented to me. Well, that's um. So if Crusader didn't you say they did bring back at least one of the writers from the original trilogy for Mass Effect? I have no idea about the writers, but the 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 game director is like was like the heir apparent to Mass Effect. So like. Okay, so there's at least one pedigreed person there yeah. that could be like, hey, you know, like, eh, the lore doesn't See, match up. I, I, I never, I never really worry about those things with with games because when they take five years to make, that's always bound to happen. Um, right. So like that doesn't even the but when when people are purposely let go, then I get a little concerned. Like uh, the 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 lady who was responsible for creating Dragon Age Tapestry, which for those who don't know, the Tapestry is basically the the in house like concept for like what is supposed to happen throughout all five games. Because uh, Dragon Age is supposed to be five games, it's supposed to represent the Pentateuch in um, uh, Jewish Christianity, uh, the first five books of the Bible. Um, but I digress with that. The, they they let her go in the layoffs this year with Bioware, so like that concerned about. Um, hmm. When you purposely are letting go of uh, people that do that, but like I, I don't know, I, that that's actually one concern I don't really have with a. Uh, Rockstar, because if, if anything, it'll feel too sim. They'll make it feel too similar to their last games with, by not having uh, uh, the the former staff. Yeah, it, it's, I, I have it, the exact you know, opposite concern: is that it'll feel too much like one like the, the last ones. One of the one of the people that I listen to a lot that always gave me a lot of great um, uh, like insight on Grand Theft Auto 
told me it was because of the writers leaving for Red, the writers from Red Dead Redemption 2 and Grand Theft Auto 5 is why Rockstar Games has had such difficulties in getting this game out. This is why it's taken mm-hmm. 11 years because the direction for the story direction for the game has just been not very cohesive and not able to line up. Oh, um and and that's where there and that's where it feels like uh there is potential that Rockstar Games is just going to be focusing on trying to recreate the games as a service nature of Grand Theft Auto 5 into Grand Theft Auto 6 and that there is a small inkling of a chance that there might be uh as not as as of an engaging story as we saw in Grand Theft Auto Five. You see that that's that's a genuine fear, right? Because like GTA Online, like is like huge and is like one of the greatest money makers in the industry, right? Like it's up there with the likes of Fortnite and uh, the Fifas and Call of Duty and Minecraft, right? So oh, yeah. like, are they going to go? Are are they going to invest far more into that than they are into the the single player game? Um. That that is a that is a huge and concern. That's that's the only thing. When I completed Grand Theft Auto Five, I actually enjoyed the ending. When I completed uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, I actually shed a little bit of a tear for like what really went down. And yeah. I'm just like wondering, is it going to be that that engaging of a story where I actually feel an emotional commitment to the game I just played versus like, eh, well. It was cool to blow stuff up and break the law and steal cars and just do illegal crap. Oh well, that that yeah. experience is over. That, that's my concern too. It's, it's for me, it's mostly the writing. I find in the, in the last few years, especially, uh, a game could be well made from the ground up, but the, but the writing just takes a nosedive, in my opinion. Like I find myself rolling my eyes more and more these days, and I really hope that hasn't also affected Grand Theft Auto. So I'm cautiously optimistic. I feel like they got a hit on their hands and they got to do it justice. So that's the, the that's what I'm telling myself that the game will have good writing. So we'll, well see. That, that, that's, that's always right. the we'll hope, see. right? We'll see. <laughs> that's that's one thing I'm really hoping is that they start getting more into you know, some story trailers and some gameplay trailers and maybe even a developer dive into the game. Um, because let's just face it, man, they've, they've had an uphill battle with this game, especially Mm -hmm. with trying to the leaks that have totally, uh, tried to debauch this game. So, you know, like, I I really do hope that they are able to kind of knock another one out of the park or rather than just be like, okay, well, uh, this is where are we seeing the actual peak of rockstar games? And now they are going to go on the downward slope of this peak, or are they just going to continue climbing? Well, again, it's still early, as you alluded to, Centurion. Um, that being said, we know automatically that it's going to be a hit. Uh, but you're right; we need to see the trailers, and uh, you know, we we got a lot of time. Again, sometime in what 2025, so. Lots of time between now and then. Uh, at least at least a year and a couple of months, I would say, at the bare minimum. So, lots of time, and hey, you know what? There's plenty of games to play in between then and now, for sure. Um, guys, any other comments, concerns with uh, GTA or uh, 
Good to move on. Yes, no. One one thing I'll mention is whoever has a game uh, releasing in 2025 should avoid uh, releasing around the same window. Yeah. Yeah. And on, and on that note, I'm actually kind of glad because at least Hellblade 2 and Avowed can actually have their spotlight and not have their thunder stolen by this game. Mm-hmm. So there's that too. At least, yeah, Xbox mm-hmm. can really shine this uh, next year. Maybe, maybe. Actually, I'd be curious if uh, anybody gets uh, Grand Theft Auto marketing rights at all. Um... Rumors are PlayStation. Well, we'll it's going to be anybody. It's going to be Sony. They, they, they love paying for this kind of crap. Mm-hmm. Well, they've had Grand Theft Auto stuff since Xbox turned down 3. And, uh, like, mm-hmm. Xbox well, Xbox had it for Grand Theft Auto 4. I remember they did had marketing rights for that. Yes, they did. They did. But yeah. But now Sony, they got the market share. They're, if they're, if they're going to leverage it, I think they will. But that's just going to make Xbox push back with something of their own. So that's competition for you. I don't know if Sony can actually afford it anymore. Because, you know, Rockst- Take-Two is going to want millions upon millions of dollars for uh, that marketing. So. I mean, ideally, I like it to be neutral. Because yeah. they'll, they'll know that they're going to sell tens of millions of copies regardless like yeah or at least do like double double like bundles for both kinds of brands so oh uh, we'll see we'll see ideally yeah there should there should be market neutrality marketing 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 neutrality come on if we go off social media logic uh they said playstation in the press release first which means that playstation is gonna uh, give their first class consumers uh content and everything else with the game because they said playstation first (laughs) (laughs) obviously i'm being facetious i know i I was just shocked like i'm just like they Uh, said playstation first i'm like what are you 12 (laughs) i said playstation first because it's alphabetical i know know, that is that is the occam's razor Occam's right, or it could have nothing to do with uh, search engine optimization or anything yeah. else. But nope, they said PlayStation first because they are going to cater to PlayStation fans. You are so right. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, yeah. Well, again, time will tell on all that, guys. Um, either way, again, I'm looking forward to the uh, upcoming trailers for it. We get to see more of the game, and uh, yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Guys in the chat, I hope, and everybody tuning in, I hope you're all enjoying our conversation here. Uh, So far, the GTA 6 conversation has been pretty awesome. If you haven't done so already, please smash that like button and uh, sub to the channel if you're a new face here. I'd love to have you stick around. Also, share us out. Share out this episode. Get more people in here. uh, Make people alert to it because, again, more people here the merrier. All right, guys. I mean, hey, the GTA 6 uh, trailer, that's a pretty big topic, but we got to get to another pretty hefty one. And of course, that's uh, Jeff Keighley's entertainment extravaganza known as the Game Awards. That happened a few days ago with plenty of different reveals, uh, gameplay and announcements. Uh, Xbox itself had a very large presence at the show revealing... uh, well, quite a few interesting projects. We got Hellblade 2, some more uh, gameplay for it, Kojima's OD, and of course, Blade. Oh, we'll we'll get into that. And I know everybody here wants to chime in, of course. But you know what? I'll start off with 
Crusader. Crusader, uh, what were your impressions of the uh, the Game Awards? Anything in particular catch your eye? I know there's probably a few things. So, like, the thing that caught my eye the most was Exodus, and that should be to absolutely no one on this panel's surprise, because boy howdy did that game look like it uh, was inspired by Mass Effect. That was the uh, sci-fi RPG made, uh, being made by, uh, is it Ascendant Studios? I believe it's is, not Ascendant. Uh, no. so, Archetype, Archetype Studios. So is that the one that had Matthew McConaughey on stage? It yeah. is yeah. the one that had Matthew, and he is in yeah. it. Um, That's correct. And they, yeah, yeah uh, that is, it's made by Archetype, which uh, is made up of former uh, RPG devs from all over like the rpg the western rpg studios um as several of their uh they have a lot of former bioware devs and things like that and like if it screamed it looks like uh a like heavily inspired by mass effect that was like one of the things that they said it was going to be when they announced their studio a while back they're they're owned by wizards of the coast uh the people who make like magic the gathering and dungeons and dragons um they they were opened as an attempt to expand into the gaming industry and into sci-fi um that is probably it's been one of my most anticipated title uh like new like titles from like a new studio probably right behind the one from uh i think it's humanoid the people they're run by casey oh, hudson yeah who was yeah. the head of but we but we haven't seen what's coming from him yet uh i know uh monster hunter world was huge that's what the, the show ended with um hideo kojima's od Wild. um uh yeah, Hideo Kojima's OD, um, Overdose, which was for, uh, leaked originally by Jeff Grubb, then uh, the title by Tom Henderson. Um, it's cool to see um, that, and it's cool to see that Jordan Peele is associated after his um, relatively highly successful uh, foray into horror. Without, what was the movie that he just released not too long ago? Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope, yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So really cool to see he's involved uh, with this horror project with Kojima. Uh, also, Kojima said that he's not the only major person involved right. with it. That he yeah. traveled. He quote traveled the world looking for people like the Seven Samurai, and that is one of the most Kojima. I am very heard. curious about his comments there because it does sound like it's definitely like larger collaborations. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. um i have a feeling one of them is guillermo del toro because they're really good friends in real life yes you're right um, yeah uh i i have a and you know he also makes horror stuff so like it it checks um so like that was really cool also if any did anyone catch the stuff with the door that they walked out of yeah the door that they oh, walked out of looks exactly like the PT door. Exactly. Like, the conduit for the light is at the exact same angle and everything. <laughs> um, as, as someone who has run electrical in his life, like, the fact that it's exactly the same, was run exactly the same, was the biggest tell for me. That, like, oh. It's like the, the same bends and angles and everything. Like, it's, it's, that, that was, that was, that was, uh, pretty, pretty cool. Um, we learned literally nothing about that game other than it's using Unreal's MetaHuman uh, technology. Have you guys seen Unreal's MetaHuman stuff? It's their yeah. super lifelike uh, human models. So 
actually mess around with MetaHuman. It's so cool. It's yeah, cool. it is. It's it's super and, super duper cool. And also, Ninja Theory helped them really perfect MetaHuman yeah. in the development of Hellblade Two. Like a lot of people don't realize that about Ninja Theory, but they definitely put a lot of work in in helping Unreal Engine Five make it to where you can literally record off of an iPhone and process in only a few minutes live on a laptop yeah. on stage. And they were talking about that, like with Hellblade 2, the original Hellblade, the first one, they would have to do all the motion capture and send it off to a, a rent, like a place where they would render it and do all the, do all the, like the computer shit. And they said you wouldn't see the stuff for like 20, 30 days. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the metahuman stuff is really cool. It'll be really cool to see that stuff when it's in-game. Um, really, really excited for that. Uh, Blade? Blade was an exciting reveal. I was shocked that it didn't have a Game Pass branding at the end of it, and then I was further shocked that they didn't have an Xbox branding anywhere in it. And then I discovered online that I wasn't the only person who was confused why Xbox did that, and to my knowledge, they still haven't posted it on the Xbox YouTube channel. Posted all the other trailers from the night, but not that one. Uh, really weird. Um, mm -hmm. Not that I don't think it's not going to come to Game Pass or... You know, I also think it'll be exclusive. I don't really care about that argument. I don't really care about that conversation, though, because, like, I, I, people who have listened to me on this podcast know that I, I genuinely don't care about exclusivity as long as I'm getting it on Game Pass. Like, I, I, I don't care. It, it doesn't matter to me. Um, but, like, the fact that they weren't associating their brand with it was really strange to me, which means that probably Marvel was in charge of this, but I, it's still really weird to me that, like, it wouldn't be a deeper collaboration of, like, the, the, having the brands in there and stuff because I don't, I don't think they can like it's just and then people will bring up Indiana Jones and it's like Indiana Jones was announced before they were purchased because it was announced during well, after they had announced they were buying them but before the acquisition was finished um and so like they wouldn't have put you know their their brand on it legally um well, I'll I'll provide the devil's advocate to that narrative, but uh, go on, go on. The uh, and then th there's the whole argument that like, oh, they're keeping quiet because of the FTC, and I'm like, the FTC has all of their like all of their information, like that doesn't make sense. Yeah, like they they have all like like they're they're in court right now. The FTC has uh, uh discovery power. They have uh, if they if the the sheer fact that they announced this game as a game in general, if they didn't have information on already, they'll just subpoena them. Because they know it exists, so that they can get all the information about it. So, public keeping... perception is a pain. Public perception, when you're dealing with tr when you're dealing with a lot of money, I'm sorry, but if I had seventy billion dollars online, I could care less about your feelings. Then why the fuck would they announce it in the first place? Like that—that's what doesn't make well, sense to me. It's because we're trying to hire talent. I suppose. Yeah. I suppose it, it's still just like. I, I I don't buy the argument that they're hiding from the FTC. Dude, like, the FTC used Bethesda used the Bethesda roadmap as as evidence. They're trying to use Bethesda as the reason why. Sure, they're, they're, still... they're trying to use they're trying to use Bethesda as the reason why they're trying to unthread the 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 merger. Sure, and this is and yeah. this is totally possible. This is if, why if, if they yeah. wanted to hide it, they wouldn't have announced the game in general. Because uh, then the FTC wouldn't know what to look for. But now, you know, if they if if the FTC wants to know how they're handling exclusivity on this, they will subpoena them. Like th 
now that they know it exists, and now that everyone and their mother is asking, is it exclusive? They will most certainly. It, like, like the, the sheer fact that the public knows of the game is, is enough, if we're talking about public perception, is enough for the FTC to... It's more like, don't poke the hornet's nest. Like, they did I'm... poke the hornet's nest by announcing it, though. Like, that... like the fact that everyone and their mother wrote articles about this is going to poke the Dude, FTC's like, hornet's I, then nest. You have, then you've obviously never dealt with anybody that's gone through a divorce, because going through a divorce is one of the messiest things you can ever go through in your my, life. My parents got and divorced they... when I was in high school. I, I, I know just, all I'm, about it. I'm just saying, there's some vicious stuff. Like, I'm just saying, you got to, like, watch all your P's and Q's. You can't be, do like, you can't go out and, like, start buying fancy cars and sure. stuff because it can make it to where the other half can get more money or something like that. Like, th this is a, this is, dude, le le legal court stuff is messy. Sure. Like, and and, and my whole point is, is why if... they didn't show up to the Game Awards last year. I warned everybody, hey, don't get all your hopes up on the Game Awards because Xbox has to make sure they don't screw over this Activision deal. Well, and then everybody got up in arms that they weren't over at the Game Awards. I'm like, dude, Xbox is not going to blow $70 billion because people have their feelings wrapped up they, in a plastic box. Mm -hmm. They weren't at the Game yeah. Awards because they didn't have anything to show until the second half of the they year. Could if they, like, they could have if they, they wanted to. They could have if they wanted to. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't buy the argument. I, mean, I, I, I don't. Mean, did, didn't they show stuff a few, like a month later? Yeah, so not even a month literally later. Literally a month later. Like, yeah, I, don't, month later. I don't, I don't yeah. buy it at all. Out of, out, of, out of 30 days, they, all of a sudden, they had the magical freaking, uh, the IP unicorn come through over well, at Microsoft and crap out IP within 30 days of the Game Awards. Well, uh, then arguably, they shouldn't have shown stuff within 30 days because the deal still wasn't closed. Well, like, I don't, I don't buy the argument that, that that they're afraid to come to these events nope. and show things. I don't no, buy they, it. They no, they thought the community would actually understand why they didn't show up at the Game Awards. Everybody lost their damn mind and got really immature. And then so they realized that there was going to be a lot of but public backlash. And so they had to once again course correct, which is what Phil Spencer is good at, and pivot. And they were like, all right, fine. We got to throw, throw something they together. they didn't pivot. The develop yes, they the developers did. They thing was in progress for three months. They talked about it, how they had been planning it for three or four months. Like they didn't but, course correct. They just held it. Like but they I, I don't figure, they buy figure, this argument. It's they didn't, it's nonsense. Dude, I'm sorry, but in my world, I actually have to do stuff like this because of like I'm sorry, public perception is bad. What I, like, if, if they were hiding, they would have hid until the deal was so, closed. They wouldn't have held a single event. Question, like, question all around the panel. Just uh, question all around. Is this a, is this game going to be exclusive? Yes. Yeah, pro almost Probably certainly. Probably more likely. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not gonna well, say a hundred percent because I'm not gonna until they say it. It's I, gonna be exclusive I think you can to say... platforms where where Game Pass exists. Go ahead, Shockley. Exactly. I was gonna say just that exact same that yeah. uh, just said because he literally said that's what this Bethesda deal was for. Plus, think about it for one second, just logically here. If there's no way they renegotiated a deal with Disney yeah. to grab exactly. uh, Indiana Jones. And then go and make another deal with Disney, and no, we're not gonna. Especially when Marvel has two IP that are gonna be exclusive yeah. to the PlayStation. This kind of gets them that because yeah. they hear it. They hear people talking about, you know, why can you? You didn't get Spider Man. You, you know, you could have had this, but you guys passed on it. Now they have Wolverine. Yeah. That's gonna get bigger and, and bigger. Wolverine's a hit, and so but you have and they have the whole Spider Verse. Yeah. They could probably do what miles morales like they've been doing they could probably do a venom game like they could do a whole bunch 
with what they already have, and you don't want to have them keep stacking more and more Marvel yeah. games where they have like a whole. Think about if they got Blade, if they just showed off Blade for PlayStation coming, people would be like, like pack it up, like. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no way that they're making this game. They're funding it too, so it's not like Marvel's funding it for them, and then they're f- publishing it to put it on PlayStation. There's just no way. If that happens, yes, you can call for. You can call um, for Phil's. <laughs> I, I think this game was in development, but when they purchased Bethesda, well, not in development, but it was part of their strategic plan with Bethesda during the purchase. Because if you dig back in, I've even there's I've another licensed game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's where if you go back and look at the leaks, I even brought this up in my video before the Game Awards came out. At the at basically the 2024 part of the timeline, you saw other things like Project Platinum, and I forget the other one, which happened to be the freaking Zenimax MMO. And in that column, it said Astral. licensed IP game. Uh, what, yeah. what did you say? Castrel. Yes, uh, yeah, Project so, Castrel. I, but you I saw will the say words licensed IP game, and everybody always wondered what licensed IP game it was because Indiana Jones was on that list, yeah. which meant that this was something that was licensed that nobody knew what it was. And I've always and I said in my video that timeline is one year behind because every game that's on that timeline on average is about a year behind schedule. So I said probably more than likely you'd probably see something off of that timeline pop up. I thought it would be the Doom game or something else, but yeah, they decided to pull the rabbit out of the hat. But that's where I agree with Grimes yeah. is that they're probably trying to hire developers for talent. I don't think that this is that game, though. And I'll, uh, the reason I say that is from from what we have gathered from uh, what Arcane's been saying about this, this game was actually just like totally inked. Like they are just starting development on it. So it's not coming out anytime soon. I still think the licensed game is from Roundhouse. The other licensed game will be from Roundhouse Studios because we still have no idea what they're working on. Like, yeah, they've been very quiet. Um, uh, but I, I do completely agree that it, it, it's almost certainly going to be exclusive. I understand why they didn't have Xbox Series X and S on there. I actually don't think it's going to launch on the Xbox Series X and S. I, mm-hmm. I think it'll be the it'll be it's exclusive to their next generation. See, Crusader, um, I don't think got, we're. It's I got five think... years to go. Like, it's yeah. it's not coming out anytime soon. Which could be the other reason they didn't use the Xbox stuff, because it's so far out, they don't want to associate it with this generation at all. Which is fair. And Aaron Um, did put his the yeah, profile for like, with xbox on it for two for seconds like, for like three seconds and then and then took it away this is really I strange be, i think that was meant to reassure us like yeah. hey we're not, we're not saying anything right now but hey hey trust us trust us i'm <laughs> just i'm just really confused as to why they still haven't posted it on their youtube on xbox's youtube like yeah, yeah. That's, 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 YouTube, like and that's not even like a, a, an exclusive thing like that's a like why is why are you not like marketing this with like the main xbox account that's just like a weird marketing thing it could be a disney thing it, it could it, be but we i get why it's not that. look at indiana jones same thing there there's no well, xbox uh, branding anyway and we only know about it because of the hearing uh, what indiana and you jones? still no yeah, we, we, we they had the so the the reason indiana jones isn't on the xbox account is because it was announced prior to the closing yeah but still like, they've like, never they didn't own the platforms for anything they've, yeah they've still never readjusted yeah. anything on the branding like, anywhere we, so, and we all, we also got a teaser that's it we yeah. only got the yeah 
Yeah, well, we basically had the same level of teasers for both of them. Like, yeah, you don't want to start marketing a game that's yeah. five years away either, it, right? It, yeah, it, it's just, it's just really like I would have just slapped the like I, I can't believe that Disney would not have let them slap the old Xbox whoosh, like startup whoosh sound that begins at every Xbox like like with every Xbox trailer, and for some reason was on the Persona and like the Persona trailer at the show. The Persona 3, uh... Um, oh, they got marketing rights. To yeah, they, well, they got marketing rights, but it was really weird that, like, you don't really see that kind of stuff at the third-party events, like, at, like, Gamescom and, and this. So, like, it's... Like, Atlas is just, like, straight up just, like, nah, Xbox marketing everywhere. We, we do... We do... We do one trailer, and that's the trailer that gets used everywhere. <laughs> um, the... the uh, I'm gonna move on from... From, uh... Whatchamacallit? From Blade. Blade. Yeah. Blade. The, the Sega announcement was huge. The, yes. the 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 yes. the Sega the the first five mind you uh, games that they are rebooting uh, huge huge uh, Jet Set Radio I'm so excited for um, the uh, Light No Fire from Hello Games super hyped for that um, uh, Dots and Mai's friend has already beaten the Final Fantasy 16 DLC that came out. Uh, that shadow dropped that night. I've already purchased Baldur's Gate three when it shadow dropped after the awards. I, I'm finishing Skyrim, uh, my Skyrim playthrough before I play it. Um, let's see. I'm I'm just kind of scrolling through the the list of stuff. Uh, the the Moon Studios No Rest for the Wicked um, ARPG yes. looks sick. It <laughs> looks like an Ori game, but like totally different like, like visually i should say right it's got that moon studio hyper stylized hyper colorful um uh like look to it the and detail, i love yeah, the... i love looting like looter arpg games so like i'll be there day one um uh the dead by daylight spin-off that's being made by the uh until dawn the quarry uh um, super massive yeah super massive i i super excited for that i love their games love their games uh the first person uh survival uh jurassic park game i i watched the trailer for it and i was like why haven't we had a game like this in the modern era this is awesome uh the fact that square enix announced a jrpg for the xbox consoles hell yeah oh, <laughs> with yeah. visions of mana right. that was that was um I, I don't know was it the mana game yeah, yeah. visions of mana like yes. who um who here does everyone know sixers octavian on on twitter x like everyone encountered him before he is the jrpg port beggar for the xbox community and he was so happy that that was announced um so that that's really 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 exciting and it shows that you know Square Enix is moving in a uh, in a direction. Also, uh, I don't know if anyone caught it, but uh uh Final Fantasy 16 has a December 31st end of um exclusivity, but they're not bringing it to PC until the spring. Um so don't expect 16 until at least the spring if it's going to come to Xbox. Hellblade 2 looked awesome. That was a trailer that they didn't have any problem putting the Xbox branding on. Okay. And man, was the music they did for it so cool. And then the trailer was so 
good. I wasn't. I, I have yet to finish the first Hellblade because I have a Do hard it. time finding a time when I don't want to be in Discord with my friends and sitting and hanging out on a microphone because that is something you really can't do with Hellblade, right? You because need... it's so... It's only a five-hour game. It's, it's not long. I know it's only a five-hour game, but every time I want to sit down and do it, people will be like, Hey, hop in chat. Hey, I, hop in chat. I do suggest having headphones on. Yeah, for yeah I know. I, trust me. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I, I'm like, probably, I, I, I'm two chapters in. Um, and I'll finish it. I, I, I'm I'm also trying to get all the collectibles as I'm going, so I am taking a much longer time because I'm trying to get all the lore stones. Um, and I am liking it, but I, it feels like the kind of game where the sequel is just going to be so much better than the first one. Um, like at least gameplay wise, uh, story wise, you know, I can't, I, I can't say like, like you, you look at like Mass Effect one and two and two and three just play so much better than one, even though one has this incredible setup and story and like is kind of unrivaled in its world building compared to the other two. Um, but I, I, I feel like, uh, this is going to be another one or, or like, I liked Dragon Age two and, uh, Inquisition's, uh, gameplay far more than I liked, uh, Origins. And I feel like this is going to be another example of a game where like, I really liked the, the, the story and world of the first one, but man is the second one, just so much better to play and so much more enjoyable to play. And that's what, that's what Hellblade two looked like. Um, Black myth Wukong. I have no interest in playing it because I don't really care for souls like games, but that game looked really cool visually. That's the, yes. the Chinese uh, souls like, um just kind of uh scrolling through space marine 2 getting a launch date my yeah. warhammer chat friends yeah hell here. yeah um the first descendant is a game that's kind of made for me i didn't have time to play the the beta i really wanted to but i didn't have time really excited for uh the first descendant because uh, i really am gonna probably need a uh looter shooter um ongoing game after um Final shape, because uh, I don't believe in Destiny Bungie anymore. Uh, Banisher's Ghost of New Eden looked really good. Um, I feel like there is, I'm missing something. What about uh, you? May have mentioned it, but uh, did you see Hello Games' new game? Yes, yeah. Hello Games' new game looks incredible. Um, I didn't care. Like, it, it looks like No Man's Sky, but instead of Mass Effect, it's Skyrim. That's the way I that's the way I described it with my friends, right? Like No Man's Sky is the futuristic space one. This looks like the same kind of game, but like fantasy and medieval, and I'm all here for it. Because I really liked No Man's Sky. I played a lot of it with dots. Um I, I didn't I, I still don't think that the uh Suicide Squad game looks good. Um but like, yeah, I, I, the, oh, and the, the old gods of Asgard were awesome live. I, I was convinced they were gonna play the song "Dark Ocean Summoning" because it's really hard to do the song that they were doing without, uh, uh, the actor who play the, 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 the actor who played Alan Wake or who voiced Alan Wake and the actor who voiced uh, uh, Hatch, being there. But then they also got them and they were singing their parts for uh. Herald of Darkness, and um, I was so happy, so happy when that came on. Um, 
I love Alan Wake too. I I can't wait. I'm, I'm gonna wait to do the new game plus until the DLCs come out. Um, because I I I can't jump back in again just yet. But like I did 100% the game. I have uh I have I have all the gamers score in it. And like man, was I happy that that Alan Wake got its uh got got recognized like that. I was happy that uh Hi-Fi Rush got recognized like it did. Um But yeah, like you know, overall I I thought the the show was was it was a really bad award show. It was a really good um it was probably the best E3 show in years. Yeah, from anyone. Like, I was I was about to say not to interrupt, but it's like the, this show is becoming more of like um an winter E three and yeah winter E three yeah, counterpart E3. than an award show. And yeah. to be honest, I I don't know. Like maybe they should just kind of like split it up, part. split yeah. it up altogether. Um. See, the problem is no one's gonna no one watches the Dice Awards, no one watches the Baftas, no one watches the uh, GDC awards, right? Like, this was the answer to getting people to watch the awards. I mean, like, even the Oscars are, like, the viewership is dying year after year after year. Like, so it's, like, scale back. I got really annoyed with them telling people to to uh, to walk, to, to, to pull it back uh, after the, like, 30 seconds. But, like, that's a direct response from last year where they had a problem with people going too long. Also, wasn't the biggest fan of, um... I thought at the time uh, Judge's joke was really funny, and then I saw how the industry was reacting to it, and I felt I, I kind of felt where they were coming from as like an IT person who always gets the like the blame and never never the praise for like whenever anything goes right. And I kind of felt for the devs who were upset by the joke, and so like I'm kind of like the joke was definitely not an incorrect joke to make, but probably not a correct joke to make at the game. Award. Yeah, because uh, we're we're about celebrating gaming. Like, yeah, we don't uh, tear each other down. Because like I I definitely don't disagree with the joke. Like the joke was funny and the joke should have been made. But I also think to like the Oscars and every time like shit jokes are made at the Oscars, I'm like this is just annoying. So like I I, I also like I, I I completely understand any dev that was upset that it, uh, that it was made, and I'm like yeah that it probably shouldn't have been. Uh, it definitely was funny though. Um, uh, and it's not like the first time a, a joke like this has been made at developers' expense. Like, uh, though it's the first time it's been more pointed at an individual release. Uh, about I think it was like three years ago. Like there was a, a joke about EA's greed made on stage. Um, about it was I believe it was specifically in relation to Battlefront Two, but it didn't name drop Battlefront Two. Um, so like you know I I. I like dots can confirm i was laughing really hard when the joke was made we were all and like you can check my my twitter feed i i even said he brought the jokes like i i thought i, I thought it was really funny but like yeah um I, I i completely understand people who are upset by it and they're they're completely valid in being upset by it like there, there's there's nothing wrong with being upset about it all right all right yeah no i i, I hear you I hear you on that, and uh, definitely uh, some pretty good points there, uh, pretty good summary overall, uh, definitely some interesting announcements, um, Dots, I mean, I'd love to hear from you, pal, um, uh, did anything catch your eye 
at the Game Awards at all. Uh, I'm assuming uh, uh, what a lot of what Crusader said you probably enjoyed. Yeah, no, since we were we were watching it together and when it was going on, it, it was a lot of it. It was a I think it was a fun show to watch. I understand you know people's gripes with what it's being turned into nowadays, but I think as like you know just kind of a you know. Hey, here's a random thing to watch on a what a Thursday night, and at for that like kind of mentality, it was it was a fun watch. Um, I'm really hyped for you know a good number of the games that they announced. Uh, you know, new Monster Hunter game, big hype for that. Um, uh, they showed off. Uh, uh. What was that? what was that? I, I yeah, I mean Space Marine Two. We're gonna get that next year, and hopefully next year. Uh, they had the little special thing about Stormgate. That was that I was really happy about that. Obviously, got to plug in my RTS ness. Um, so that was really cool to see some more of that. Um, another No Man's Sky expansion. I'll never say no to that because they're free and they continue to be free. Um. Uh, Crusader, what was that that mech game that as soon as it started playing, you're like, oh, this, is called, but... yeah. this is a DOTS game. This is um, a DOTS game. This is a DOTS game. Yeah, because, like, you know, the, like, uh, in our friend group that was watching it, we have friends that, like, uh, play games from, like, all different varieties. And, like, the mech game comes on, and I'm like, yep, well, this is this was made straight up for DOTS. Um, it, it, it looked like a hyper, like, 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 you know, yeah, a Gundam-esque version of Armored Core 6, I'll, I'll see. kind of. Fast I'll see if I can pace. find the name for you. But um so that oh Mecha Break. It was Mecha, Mecha Break. Mecha Break, yep. Yep. Uh that was that was uh that was on uh when um uh the the when Exodus was announced we were making jokes about how like Oh, they they're gonna become the travelers and it's a it's yeah. a prequel to Destiny to Destiny because they're the travelers. <laughs> so um that that was that was a little fun thing. Um I definitely <laughs> like some of the things I just remember, even if it's not a game I'm gonna hop into right away. Um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth that got a lot of our oh, friend yeah. group like hyper analyzing the trailer of all the new scenes and all that stuff. So that that's that's huge for a lot of people in our friend group. And I like Final Fantasy uh, remake, and I'll play Rebirth when it hits PC, but that obviously will take you know a long while. Um, only has legally a three month uh yeah but exclusivity it's, period. It's square fact so. that it the fact that it ended with um Aerith with the uh the wings yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or the the feathers <laughs> everyone was screaming in our chat. Yeah. Um, the that that massive um bundle of remake games uh like Jet Set Radio, Crazy Taxi, Golden Axe, all those in that bundle that was that was uh. That was a big that was a big hit for a lot of people. Um I'm definitely on the light no fire, like Crusader said. I, I like the idea of like a fantasy no man's sky. I think that'll be a really interesting how they how that happens. But I like No Man's Sky's like premise and engine, so like I think they can do it well and I look forward to that. Uh Lego Fortnite hit a lot harder than we thought it was going to. <laughs> like that was that was that was crazy and it, and it's out now like it, it's 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 out now and I, fortnite is i i do not play fortnite 
I personally do not play Fortnite, but I, I have nothing but respect for the fact that like, they are able to, like, maintain this presence in the gaming industry. Because now they got the Lego Fortnite. I mean, what, they were, they had at least three or four trailers throughout the entire night about Fortnite, Lego Fortnite, and then that uh, rocket racing. Um, So that was crazy. Uh, Free God of War Ragnarok mm. DLC. That was really cool, giving it like a, a roguelike mode that you can like jump back into. So that's really cool. Um, I think uh, negative wise, I mean, they hyped up that whole Asgard's Wrath thing with Matt Mercer. I I wasn't feeling that. Like, I think they they pushed that one way too long because that was that was for the uh, the meta VR. So oh, like yeah. Meta put a lot of money to make a really long trailer. I had no cares about it. Um Oh, the Skull and Bones trailer after like the the shit show that Skull and Bones, that was that was just funny to watch because of how like uh, upsetting it is. I I'm glad they have a beta coming soon cuz we can actually get people hands-on and telling us, you know, if it's actually going to be bad like it looks bad and has sounded bad for as long as it's been in development um so uh, i'm curious about that uh the helldivers 2 trailer was so good i really like yeah. the helldivers 2, helldivers 2 looks really good um and then there were there were some other small things that were kind of thrown around um but no like th this was this was a i i enjoyed the show in the idea of it being a show and not like, oh, you know, here's awards. Um, I will say though, Armor Core Six stay winning with one nomination and one award, while Spider Man got seven nominations and zero awards. Armor Core oh, Six shit. sweep. Armor Core Six got a sweep. <laughs> I did yes. notice that. Yes, the one award sweep. Oh, and I, the award other award. highlight was when. Uh, Alan Wake got their first award, and it was like the award goes to Alan Wake hey, and yeah, we, we, Crusader. We, yeah, we're hyping we, it up because that's a lyric from the song. That's the, yeah, that's that's straight up. In the, and they, if you listen to the song they played live, that like they, they play it in the thing, and people in our people who we were watching with were like, "Oh, that's why you guys said it like that." <laughs> the, we award, like, yep. the award goes to Alan, Alan Wake. Wake. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, and and I I will agree with Crusader, and even not just because it's Crusader, but like that that concert, like with Old Gods of Asgard, Poets of the Fall, that was definitely a highlight. Like I was, that was one of the most enjoyable things I've I've seen from one of the Game Awards, and not bashing any other other music, because like the Final Fantasy Orchestra was, that was great. Good. That was great. Um, Flute Guy made his return with a vengeance. Every single music it went through, his flute got bigger. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, for the aspects of a show and seeing some games, I'm looking forward to that. That was I. I, I enjoyed. It was an enjoyable Thursday night. So that's what I got for that. All right, all right. Yeah, I mean, again, I sat through well a good portion of it and. You know, I mean, I, I passed by, like, when there was music on, I just kind of switched to something else, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, I, I caught a good portion of it, and uh, a lot of the announcements were interesting. Um, General MLD, I'll hit you up next. Again, same question. Like, uh, what caught your eye overall? 
Oh yeah, there's a lot to say here. I'll start off with uh, the actual wards themselves. Um, yeah, you're going into it thinking that there's going to be some Xbox announcements, but I mean, maybe a little bit late on awards, but hey, here we are. They won three awards, um, Hi-Fi Rush Audio Design, Forza on Accessibility, and Best Racer. And yeah, Xbox did pretty respectable. I, I gotta say, I'm pleasantly surprised. And, you know, going into it, like, you, you can't help but notice, like, like uh, re read the room, right? Uh, the other guys are bragging about Spider-Man and uh, oh, seven nominations. And in the end, Xbox wins three, and they win a giant zero overall. So it's funny how reality pans out in the end uh, to Xbox. So I, I, I'll get, I just wanted to get that out of the way. But um, the announcements? Let's see. Uh, Warhammer Rogue Trader. Like, it's like a XCOM meets Warhammer. That's up my alley. Uh, Space Marine 2 in September. Great to see a firm release date. Um, Jurassic Park Survival. As someone who played Alien Isolation, this game looks like it's going to be up my alley. And there's so much nostalgia, so much callbacks to the original movie. Like the raptor that's still in the cold cellar and the door opens. So you're going to be hunted by a raptor. Like, that thought alone makes me very excited to play this game. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Sega is on this hot streak now. They're tapping into their, their old back catalog. They're no longer... Um, people see them these days as Sonic, Yakuza, and Atlas, and like, like Persona games. But I'm glad they're finally digging into the, uh, the games like Jet Set Radio and Golden Axe and, and the like. I'm, I cannot wait to see what Sega has in store, and I still hope that low-key Xbox has plans with Sega in the future. But I'll settle for the marketing rights for now. Like, Persona 3, Game Pass Day 1, perfect. I, I beat Persona 5 last year. That was my first Persona game. And uh, 2024, I plan to beat Persona 3 and then Persona 4. So I'll, I'll be all caught up. And even that, that new game, Metaphor, nice to see Xbox branding attached to that too. Um, OD with Kojima. I'm not going to lie here. I've never been a big fan of Kojima's work, but I recognize he's pretty popular. And I'll give it a try. It's coming to Game Pass. So... Oh, we'll see what it's like. Um, Hellblade 2, that made the, the whole thing for me. Like, right then and there. Um, it, it looks like it's taking everything up a notch. I love the narrative direction. Of, always have. Like, the whole voices in your head. Uh, just how the enemies look more menacing than they actually maybe would because of her own psychosis. How she's just some girl in a very primitive time period, and she just kicks ass. And the graphics looked amazing. The music was amazing. Uh, I, I really, really have high hopes for, hopes for this game. And uh, I, I'm, I'm confident Ninja Theory is going to deliver. It's been too long, but they, they had time to cook, and it's going to pay off. Uh, Blade, well, we talked about Blade. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad Xbox is getting into, the, uh, into, into licensed games now. And it's a great IP to do. And Arcane, uh, the guys who made Deathloop and Dishonored, they're a great team, so I have all the faith in them. Um, I, we talked about why there's no Xbox branding and all that stuff. I'm just going to say I'm not worried. Because if Indiana Jones was announced as a multiplat, but Xbox made it exclusive after the fact, I think this is going to be the same thing here. Why, why is Xbox being so cagey and uh, cautious? Who knows? I'm not even going to bother speculating. Maybe it is because it's a next-gen release. Maybe you don't want to announce anything like five years out. Who knows? But 
they don't have, they don't have to show a Game Pass logo to tell me it's going to be on Game Pass. We just know. So I said on Twitter, it's going to work itself out in the end. So there's that. Um, other than that, uh, those are the games that caught my eye. I, I overall, I like the the how the show was structured. Um, yeah, I get the pe- people accepting awards could have been given a little longer to talk, but other th- other than that, as a, a showcase, as a viewer, as a gamer watching, it, the show was really really good. Like packed with gaming trailers left and right. Um, it was a really it was a really good time. Like it was like three plus hours, but no, it was. I think it was I think it was their best showing yet. And it seems like every year, uh, he, Jeff Keighley is uh, he's, he's tweaking the formula to make it better. Like last year, he had a problem with people crashing the stage and long long acceptance speeches. This year, well, he fixed that. Acceptance speeches were really short. So now he's got to pivot again and make it a little more of a balance. But at least no one crashed the stage this time. So I feel like he's getting there. And at, at the very least, it was more viewable for us to watch. Sorry, it was more entertaining for us to watch. There was less product placement too. It was gaming trailers first and foremost, and that was nice to see. They could focus on more trailers uh, with actual gameplay though. That's another small nitpick of mine. But other than that, yeah, it was a packed showcase. And yeah, uh, there's a lot. lot, Xbox they really showed up, and I'm I'm glad they did, especially compared to last year. Yeah, I mean it was nice. Again, we had talked about our expectations a bit beforehand, and again, keeping the expectations low going into it, I thought was a pretty good idea, and yeah, I mean, I was pleasantly surprised, pleasantly surprised. Um, Definitely liked what I saw from Xbox there, for sure. Uh, Let's see, Grimes, I would love to know your thoughts. Um, Again, what did you think about uh, the show overall? We've touched on a, a lot of stuff already, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was a great, it was great to see Xbox have such a massive presence at the Game Awards, and I'm so happy for Hi-Fi Rush for winning uh, an award for audio, mm-hmm. audio design. Uh, would have liked to see them win Best Art Direction, but to but it stood no chance, of course. Um, it, uh, what else? Uh, same goes for Larian. I'm so happy for them to, for winning uh, Game of the Year. They deserved it. Congrats to them. Uh, and, you know, uh, we're going to talk about Hellblade now. Uh, people have been aching to see the fighting mechanics, and we finally got it. Uh, it and to me, to be honest, it looks fine. I didn't really have any uh, massive issues with the fighting from the first game. And people forget that Ninja Theory worked on a Devil May Cry game before, so they most definitely know how to work on fighting mechanics. Um, A nice surprise, like a lot of the guys mentioned already, was the uh, Sega announcement. I'm here for the Jet Set Radio remake, as well as the Crazy Taxi. I love those games, and I can't wait to see uh, what they uh, make them look like. A modern take on those games. Um, Some other games that uh, looked interesting to me were uh, 
you have a Jurassic Park survival game. Looks cool. Um, but I would much rather have a new Turok game. That's uh, a game that I uh, prefer much more. Um, the Outcast, uh, uh, no, I mean Outcast, Outlast uh, game. There's a new one that just got announced as well at the Game Awards. But no thanks. I, I'm too scared to uh, to play those games. <laughs> uh, they're good. They're they're scary. Like the first yeah. one especially is scary yeah. as shit. Yeah, I I, tr- I tried the first one, but I was like. First five minutes, I was like, nope, no for me. But I'm yeah. happy for for anyone that plays those kind of games. I'm happy for you because very, very cool. Just not enough for me. Uh, obviously, Rogue Trader looks amazing, but I'll let you, the experts, talk about it. Uh, David Diver looks interesting. Uh, it's a, definitely a game that I'm going to play. So does uh, Rise of Ronin. But it's a PlayStation exclusive. I'm sure it's going to come to... PlayStation's to publishing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll, be, it'll be on PC. PlayStation's publishing yeah. it, though. But it looks like a really cool game. And here's where I have to disagree with Crusader about Exodus. Exodus, I mean, I love Mass Effect. I've played all four games. But Exodus, to me, looks mid it's basically like an inter- interstellar of a game, and it's a movie that I ex- I find extremely overrated. But uh, you know, it, Crusader is excited for it, and I'm sure other people are too. So happy for all of you guys. I'm just excited. Really, it might even be copium for the fact that we're we're inundated with fantasies with fantasy games. And I desperately want more sci-fi. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I'm at the point where like, I'll take what I can get that's a new IP that's not, like, Star Wars or, uh, um, like, 40K. Yeah, it just, you know, from the trailer they showcased, it just looks like Interstellar. You know, like, sure. the, 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 every other character ages while you don't. Um, also, you know, you got, uh, a few of you guys mentioned it. But I have no idea how Santa Monica convinced Sony to release a video C for uh, God of War. But, but good, good on them for doing it. The, uh, the game lo- definitely a rogue uh, God of War looks interesting, but I still can't get around to finishing the first game. Uh, another game that looks really cool is Berserker Kazan. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it, I forgot it, it about look, that. Yeah, it looks. I could be completely wrong, but it looks like a mixture between Devil May Cry meets, meets Dark Souls. But again, I could be completely wrong. But I love the uh, trailer they showcase and the uh, the uh, mechanics and all of that. Um, we already talked about Bl- Blade, but uh, I'm not worried at all. Uh, also, there were some people that were. Not happy that Arcane Leon is uh, got the uh, the rights to develop that game because of her stylized um, characters, but honestly, it's completely fine. Besides Blade, it's a comics comics book character, so 
not everything has to look ultra realistic. Let the teams cook and Arcane knows how to make good stories as well. Uh, and yeah, we already talked about the uh, Xbox logo, whatever. Uh, I think it's because Microsoft doesn't know on what, on what console it's going to release yet. And I have to agree with uh, Centurion that they're still worried about the uh, regulators. So that's why they're keeping it slightly low down. On the low I down. wish we could say regulators, but this is just the FTC. Apparently, they've lost their damn mind. <laughs> but don't don't forget about the uh, CMA. I mean, they're going after Microsoft right now again. So those are the uh, the two that they're most scared of. But is it the but... CMA just going after them for Azure at this point? Yeah, no, it's probably they probably deserve it. No, the, well, no, right now it's for uh, for Office. Yeah, like, like there. I, I know that. No, is it the EU going after them for Office, like Office and uh, Teams? See, I, I was gonna say, I know there's one oh. for Office and Teams, and I think there's all yeah. like the CMA Maybe is no, Azure, right. yeah, it, because yeah. of just how big the like the cloud. Over here in America, we have Google, Amazon, and Azure. Over there in the UK, I don't think they have as big a offering on cloud networking, where Azure I think makes up like eighty yeah. percent of their cloud infrastructure. That sounds right. Um, and like, to, to be fair, Microsoft's Azure pushes have been like kind of insane. Yeah. Um, so like True. not even shocked that they're going after them for that. Like, yeah. I'm surprised that there isn't more of that. Yeah. But yeah, so they're trying to keep, in my opinion, they're trying to keep it on the low for the time being. Um, yeah, we already talked about, oh, the looks weird. But as Crusader, as you alluded to, it's great seeing someone like Jordan Peele attached to the project. Uh, we already talked about Mana. Uh, it's great for the uh, J J uh, JP uh, JRPG. The, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yeah, JRPG fans. They've been begging for a, a Mana game to come to Xbox for so long, and. Because of a new leadership at Square, they're finally starting to to release more games on Xbox. Looks fun, and uh, I'll play it for sure. Uh, we we talked about a little bit about Suicide Squad. To be honest, I'm kind of worried about Rocksteady. They did mention they're they're working on a offline mode, which is really good to hear but knowing how trigger happy discovery warner are if the game doesn't do well financially though they could definitely shut down that studio um and then there were a few other uh indie games that really caught my eye uh the game by the uh, raised by wolves actor abubakar Salim, I probably butchered that name completely, but it's an EA Originals game. Oh, yeah, uh, so good. Uh, it's called uh, Tales of Kenzera Zao. And it, him describing what inspired him to make the game, it's so cool. And the art style, it's also really cool. I'm definitely going to check it out. 
here I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep it very short, but here's where I, I take a massive turn. I watched all three and a half hours of a show, and as a as an award show, I was appalled of how bad it was. An embarrassment, really. It's now more about the celebrities, glitz and glamour than for the actual developers. I mean, it's a joke. There are developers remortgaging their house to work on games, uh, developers suffering health problems uh, for crunch. Some, dev uh, some developers are even fighting wars. Some developers have died fighting those wars. And then we're going to rush them off stage because you have to please uh, some uh, advertise advertisers or you have to squeeze uh, some celebrities to jump on stage. Nah, I'm not cool with that. Um, celebrities were actually given more time than, than the... Uh, the winners on stage. I think someone even timed that the, uh, the winners got 12 minutes total on a three hour show. And I'm absolutely disgusted by it. Uh, we, we already touched on this, but Kojima was given just under 10 minutes for, uh, to talk about his teaser. Of course, uh, Mr. Keeley is going to give him that, that much time because it's his buddy, but it's, 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 it's an embarrassment really. Um, I just think with, uh, Keeley, it's about him boasting how much clout he's got with the, with the elite, with all these celebrities. It's all about his, him. I, I would much rather have someone else host that show. I mean, he probably got more time than the developers on air. Um, and the whole format is terrible as well. They gave a bunch of awards pre-show, like the Forza Award for Accessibility. And uh, Super Mario also got an, uh, an award pre-show. Then there, there were the times where some awards were given, uh, five, five awards were given in a row, boom, 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 without the developers actually going on stage, and then just move to the next topic. Oh, but uh, hey, the reward for uh, for an, uh, a a reward for Hollywood, sure, let's give it uh, give it on stage. I'm sure, yeah. Uh, the Last of Us was a great show, but uh, I don't think it had to be given on stage. Uh, and then even a digital content creator got more airtime than actual developers. I think it's Iron Mouse, which is not even a real human. It's a it's an AI. Oh right, right, yeah. Well, it's a it's a yeah. human. They just use an avatar instead of um, but, but so that is, uh, instead okay, of so their their personal appearance. Uh, but it's not so. It's not a real person. That they, 
I mean, AI. Well, it's a real. It's a. It's a real person that's basically doing motion capture, and it's, um, uh, it's literally. It's like the equivalent of doing voice acting work. They're just being. They're representing themselves with a digital avatar. That's it. It is an actual person talking behind the avatar. Yeah, it's still not the same thing as. Because you could you can replace you could a voice actor could be replaced like let's say that voice actor or like whoever uh, someone buys a co a corporation buys Iron Mouse so, and they can retire the voice actor and replace it with someone else. It's not sure. so it's so it's not the s same thing as a an actual content creator. Well, I mean, content creators like their shows can be bought and. Yeah, but and sold like Yahtzee can't do um, uh, what should we call it anymore? Uh, what what was what was Yahtzee's show on? Uh, the uh, he he reviewed games. Um, what was his show called on? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know, but uh, they they all just like that that entire team just mass quit. Um. And you know, like you know, with the the segment with the uh, Muppet, don't even get me started with that. It was completely pointless, and I don't get his obsession with it. It doesn't even have anything to do with video games. I think Jeff Keeley's a furry. Yeah. No, so here's the here the, the whole story behind that was they 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 did it one year as like um uh, uh, uh like they, they they were sponsored by by the Muppets the one year, and then literally every year after that. People kept asking him, where are the Muppets? Why haven't the Muppets come back? Where are the Muppets? And so two years ago, he brought them back. Yeah, I just And they like keep it's... doing it because people kept asking him, where are the Muppets? Why haven't the Muppets been here? It was a running gag. It was a running gag, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of old now. You know, it's... It's time to move on from to other things. Well, they and they didn't do it this well this year. Like last year, they had Animal present the the music award. Makes sense. Yeah, Animals in the Muppets band. Uh, um. Also, yeah. another thing I don't really like is the camera focus focusing on the nominees. Uh, this ain't the Oscars. Top company, and it seemed corny as hell. Um. And then uh, last thing I want to touched on is the uh, actual joke. I mean, you guys talked about it. Yeah, it seemed innocent. And I really didn't have a massive issue with it. But all those devs had to crunch to to get the game done on time. Uh, what does he even know about game development? He, you know, um, and then there were, I saw a bunch of Activision developers who complained about the joke. They didn't find it funny. And then immediately after that, they started getting death threats and harassment on Twitter, which is completely uncalled for. Um, I even like, so, so some of the developers had to retract their, their, uh, criticism on uh, Christopher Judge because they, they, they were getting so much abuse by fans. But uh, I also feel like that joke was allowed. Whoever, first of all, whoever allowed it should be fired. But I feel like 
it was allowed because Microsoft now owns Activision. If if Activision was still uh, its own thing, they pour so much money into they've poured so much money into the uh, Game Awards before. I don't think that that joke would have been allowed before. Uh, so you're saying years. it's the Xbox tax? I don't. I don't think it was approved or disapproved. Yeah. I think he just said it. Yeah, I think it was just. just I, 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 yeah, yeah, I think you. Yeah, I think Christopher Judge spoke. Christopher Judge spoke off the cuff. I, I yeah, like. Me too. I, I me think too. he just made a joke. As like, I, in fact, I don't think any of the, the. I don't think most of that, except for the ones that are clearly sponsored, which like the, the Fallout uh, show presenting the the Watchmen Award. That was that was clearly scripted. But, but, but don't, I, don't 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 they train like weeks? Like don't they? Uh... Uh, weeks ahead of the very train. Yeah, but I don't think it's a script. Well, they don't right? get. It, yeah, they don't yeah, get the it, presenters to show up and. Well, no. yeah, they have they have a teleprompters on some stuff, but yeah. that's where for the most part the, the the people presenting are not there because if they're presenting, they'll know who the winners are. So yeah. for starters, they there's like stuff that they can't even reveal, but. I would say this, there's probably some practice for the stage acts, but I don't think the practice physically takes place at the at the studio or the the sta the Peacock Stadium or whatever it was. The Peacock. No, it Theater. does. It does. Um. Well, I know, but I'm saying in certain instances, like from the bands, they're like I'm pretty sure the bands themselves like would also oh, be yeah. practicing like at other locations before they get there, and they probably have yeah, would yeah, yeah. prop yeah. they would probably have one mock like mock-up of the what the night's events like the day before or the day before that like very close to it but yeah i agree it was innocent but all the uh, like you have to understand how much hard like how hard is it on those developers working 10 to 12 hour days sometimes to to get to finish a game that releases every single year. So show some respect. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I think, I think it's, I think it's one of those things where you can, you can practice it, you can script it, but when you have the power of a microphone and yeah. live television or live streaming service, like you, you, you can, you'll, you have the power to say whatever you want. And yeah. you don't usually think about the consequences until afterwards. Yeah. Well, so, Thing, things come out, you know? Well, yeah, also, exactly. Also, but here, let's look like devil's advocate. How the hell do we know that Christopher Judge doesn't go home every night and grind out four or five hours of, of Call of Duty? Yeah. And by some chance, he actually felt a little bit personal about Modern Warfare 3 having a very short yeah. uh, campaign. You, you never know. He could be a fan, but he just doesn't like actively show it on social media. Right, and but then, but then big... after saying it, I doubt that he, in the when he said it, I doubt he was thinking about all the developers and whatnot who put time and effort in the yeah. game. Right. And only for after he said it and after he goes home and now the internet's in slew of talking about it, he's like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Well, <laughs> he, he probably is thinking I probably right. shouldn't have said that. Well, that um, everybody had something to say when Black Ops 3 came out with no campaign. And that's when yeah. Activision was like, okay, now we got to do now. Like, I'm sorry, but it. Yeah, it was probably a joke in bad taste, but also at the same time, it's not towards the developers. But that's where it, like, those in charge of Activision, regardless of who owns them now, whether it's Bobby Kotick or Microsoft, 
they needed to hear that putting out a campaign like that was not a good idea. So at least Microsoft knows going forward, like, yeah, uh, no, like, four or five hour campaigns. Yeah. A game probably would have been better launching at, like, $50 without a campaign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Shockley, buddy, I would love to hear uh, your thoughts. I know that you had put, uh, you had uh, made some uh, some points uh, a little while ago, but anything else from the show that you'd like to comment on? Yeah, I thought the, I was definitely excited for the Sega uh, releases. Um, although I'm a big Shinobi fan, I used to play uh, Shinobi 3 on the Genesis, like, <laughs> daily when I was a kid. Um, so that was Cool to see it go back to its 2D roots, uh, or just to get a new Shinobi game in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do I because I saw most of the other ones like Golden Axe and some of the others that were or like Streets of Rage that were more of a 2D style or kind of getting like a 3D ish uh, type of game or treatment. Um, so I I am. I'm hopeful maybe after they do this 2D of Shinobi, we'll get one like the PS2 style. Because <laughs> um, that game is really sick and was all stylized. And, um, you know, it's different from if you played like Neo or even like Ninja Gaiden at the time. Um, it just had its own like cool aesthetic and uh, really cool like mechanics and stuff that were just different. Um so I'm hopeful maybe we'll get one of those. That's probably a long shot. They're probably just going <laughs> to... My luck, they're just going to go with the uh, 2D and just like stick with that probably. Um, but that was still cool to see. Hopefully they get uh, hopefully they get Offspring back for the Crazy Taxi. <laughs> uh, that'd be sick. But... Um... Did but you yeah, see that they're I... not that they're that these are supposed to most of them are supposed to be brand new games like entirely? Like they're not. Oh, it, it's not. Yeah. Um, it's it's not like remasters or remakes. Oh yeah, no. It's yeah. I saw that. Um, and then I saw yeah. I saw that. Uh, I, although the 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 screenshots, the brief sizzle reel of the Shinobi kind of had a lot of element, or at least I'm sure they're gonna have similar things and levels to like Shinobi three uh, callbacks. Um, but yeah, that's still dope that they're you know, even doing that or especially spending this much time on like, oh, we have all of these different ones coming out individually. Um, so it's still cool to finally see them address their uh, IP that they haven't touched forever. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll get one of those uh, <laughs> games. It's, it's just crazy. I guess I think it was just because, you know, we didn't do all that well, even though like looking back, it's a solid game. So um, it was crazy we never got a like a follow-up to that but uh but outside of that the kojima one that's that's seeming i obviously we don't know what it is just like how death stranding was first announced so yeah we don't have any clue but uh it's cool that they're pulling on jordan peele um uh, you know to team up there and hopefully they can make something crazy obviously i'm hoping that it's maybe like what he envisioned or PT, um, you know, all those years ago, because obviously that didn't have anything. You, they don't know what was in his mind of what, you know, if they let him go on with that project, um, you know, what he was going to do. 
So, um, heck, then even Konami, I don't even think knew he was releasing that demo because um, I think at the time he was very high up and could pull those strings and had, was really buddy buddy with the Andrew. I think it was Andrew House at the time. So, I think that's why they kind of shunned him out and didn't even let him take that award. Uh, there's a big whole conspiracy on that of. <laughs> Uh, why they treated him the way they did after everything went down, which is probably why, because he did something he wasn't supposed to, and that's why it was pulled immediately. <laughs> um, but obviously, uh, outside of that OD game, which you know just gets me more hype for it, because since we had no idea when he first came on the screen two years ago at their two E3s ago, um, and was just talking about his cloud game, we're like, what the hell is this supposed to be? But to at least know we know it's looks like a horror game and has some uh, cool creatives behind it. Um, and I'm sure, and that didn't have a game pass logo, but I'm sure it's going to hit game pass day one, which would make sense and maximize. Um, and especially when they say for all players and screen, you know, whatever it said, players and screamers. So hopefully if they want to maximize the amount of people touching this game, I'm sure it is going to be on game pass, um, uh, day one, but, uh, was trying to think oh yeah obviously the blade announcement was thick um uh and a lot of people have been asking for that you know hey could we get this um you know this marvel ip and i think actually i think a lot of people uh or a lot of xbox gamers have been calling for since they have wolverine and spider-man already um i think a lot of fans were calling for blade um i can't think of any other i think there's maybe a, a few others that i've heard but i've heard a lot of people mention blade so um that's really cool kind of came out of left field other than the people that kind of knew about it ahead of time but uh that definitely surprised a lot and got a i think um a lot of the fan base really hyped so i i don't think it'll take them too long i think uh when they first signed the deal for spider-man it was i think like three years or maybe it was four years before it was finally released in 2018 when um insomniac was linking up with sony for that deal but so hopefully it won't take them more than three years from now but um but yeah we'll see um and obviously Hellblade looks sick we finally saw actually more combat other than just throwing a spear at a giant um so it looks like there's a lot obviously it's a similar looking combat uh, but hopefully there's just more move sets in there uh, looked like it was a little bit more fluid, so um, hopefully that hits. Um, sucks they don't still have like a release at least window or season. That would have been cool if they would at least like nailed down like summer or something like that. Um, I'm thinking one of those games is going to at least be in 2024, like early half, since we have Avowed and Hellblade coming. Um, hopefully, possibly Clockwork Revolution, but hopefully Hellblade hits earlier or vice versa as long as we get one of them <laughs> uh and not just like both at the end of the year that would be awesome um trying to think of any other i didn't catch a lot of i kind of went back and like looked at some of the things that uh that intrigued me like that it's all like oh because i think i was doing something at the time so i went back and watched uh, and found those parts um otherwise i think those were yeah, pretty much my highlights. The uh, Sega Blade OD game, the Hellblade game that looks sick. Um, and I didn't catch the that uh, the Mana game. Is that 
Is that in the same vein as the other, like Trials of Mana and? Yes. Okay. Yep. It, it, they... it's, it's it's the same franchise. I think it's the same world. Is it like the is it a spinoff or is it just more of like a sequel? I think it's, I think it's the it's the next of the. I see. I don't know. I don't oh, know okay. exactly how those games work. So like, I don't know if they're like Final Fantasy or Persona, where they're not really sequels. Um, oh, okay, I got you. Like, like, so I don't know enough about it to, but I know I it's think... supposed to be like the next. Yeah. One. Oh, okay. Now, did they mention any of the others coming? Like no, trials? They did not. Or... Okay. Of course they wouldn't, because that would well, make like, too like, much it, sense. Like, why would they also like? Why would they have that at the the game awards? Like, if they're yeah, going to announce that, they announce that. that it's something else. I yeah, I could totally see that. But then, then like afterward, like in a yeah press release, hey, we're also or even on their Twitter page or something. That's what I hate with Square doing this, where it's like, cool, we're throwing you a bone, so you better buy it. But it's like, mm-hmm. hey, we're not going to give you the rest of those games, so you're probably not going to buy it on that platform anyway. So yeah. It, that's what they'd always do this with like yeah like they did kingdom hearts or like yeah totally we we kept releasing these remasters of where you can play through the entire series before get you ready for kingdom hearts 3 um you know on playstation and what did they do they release all that collection after kingdom hearts 3 was released on the xbox makes no sense they have no logic and um so that sucks but um but at least we're getting those games and hopefully it's a indicative of us hopefully uh dragon age uh not dragon age uh dragon quest not the next one not completely skipping since they never really announced the platform so after what we saw happen last year um it was kind of like hey maybe we won't get square games <laughs> again or might have to wait a few years for, like after the fact for the dragon quest um so it's that's where you kind of hope you're making strides, which it sounds like we they are with Square, um, even though at first it kind of seemed like for a bit there that we, we weren't going to get it. You're lucky to get anything going forward. Um, so hopefully that's kind of turned around. So, but, so I guess that's a good sign. But, I think the best thing uh, everyone yeah. could do is just to be irritating on social media and yeah. just keep being like, hey, bring these games over. Hey, bring these games over. Because that actually seems to work a lot. Or yeah, on a lot least, of companies. I don't know. Yeah, no, totally. But yeah, I couldn't. I wouldn't see why, since they made the whole deal with Dragon Quest, the last one, the I think eleven. Um, why? Anyone still here? Oh, shock! Shockly, you cut yeah. out a bit. Shockley, yes, no. I wonder if his. I wonder if his uh, device died. Possibly, yeah. Okay, Shockley. Just so you know, uh, can't hear you. I'm gonna move on to Centurion now. Uh, Sent, uh, you know, please round us out here. Um, I know you had uh, uh, made some points um, during uh, like earlier, but yeah. Well, what were some like highlights and like again, just other commentary? What did you think about the uh, the show? Uh I mean, it is what it is. We made jokes that we only watched the show for the commercials, and obviously Jeff Keighley heard us loud and clear, and he made sure that that... Uh, I forget who said it here earlier, but it's like literally a winter E3 at this point. Um, 
And that's where, I, yeah, in the beginning of the the pre-show, I did say that I think it's like it was like insult to injury. Like uh, last year's Game Awards, he had to uh, talk about the issues that were going on at Activision, um, and that maybe, uh, you know, and that it wasn't acceptable. I remember they put Jeff Keighley in a position where he had to like make comments or something like that about what was going on at Activision that they didn't agree with. Um, maybe it was last year or the year before, but I remember like Jeff Keighley's been in this position before, and now uh, when we're having massive layoffs in the industry, um, and there's a lot of uncertainty for developers right now, especially like you know Grimes touched on, uh, you know things that are going on over at Discovery Warner Brothers, um, and you know even Discovery Warner Brothers has come out and said that they are perfectly fine with uh, uh, Suicide Squad being games as a service and that they j people just need to get used to the games that come out of D WB that have a little bit of a service-esque quality to them because I guess they're really wanting to push that. They're really wanting to chase that dollar, you know, chase that little golden nugget. Hopefully that doesn't backfire on them too bad. Um, but also like the stuff that's going on with Embracer. So with all the stuff with the... Uh, with the layoffs and everything. Um, it was interesting that Jeff Keighley obviously didn't touch on it, but I felt like it was insult to injury on the fact that he pretty much did not give developers a lot of time on stage. There was a very large, heavy focus on people that were oriented with like celebrity status, Hollywood screen, you know, on the actual silver screen. Um, but that's also where I jokingly laugh at, you know, everybody coming to Christopher Judge's uh, aid and they're just like, oh my God, Christopher Judge, he's Kratos, he's Kratos. And I'm I'm sorry to all you guys that have just discovered Christopher Judge. Christopher Judge has, been, has played Kratos for five minutes in my world compared to the fact that I started watching Christopher Judge live on Fox television when I was probably seven, eight years old watching Stargate SG-1. Go look that one up and figure it the F out that Christopher Judge has a long history and pedigree in the sci-fi television world, and he has been playing Kratos for a very short amount of time. Kratos reinvigorated his career, but I, I, it makes it kind of like makes my skin crawl when people are like, Christopher Judge, who's best known for playing Kratos, and I'm like, now maybe but if you have if you know anything about sci-fi television christopher judge played teal'c in, in stargate way before that indeed um i know was right? sean astin being the guy from stranger things so like boy do i sympathize with that oh sean astin being samwise gamgee in lord of the rings for anyone who who doesn't know he was also the guy from stranger things uh yeah, right like, and that's... and and also the other one who starred next to him uh I think it was Pippin played uh one of the uh it was one of the two that played uh in uh oh my god Quantum Break as uh the the main character's brother yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it, yeah trust me it, it people still like... can't connect the fact that Mark Hamill's both Luke Skywalker and the Joker <laughs> to this day and yeah. Fire Lord Ozai right and the thing is what people don't realize can dude go watch Stargate SG-1 and watch Tilk's character 
and when they introduce his son into the television show and you literally hear him go boy you like you literally see like he has been crafting the Kratos characters for a long time and like I'm just glad that Christopher Judge got his dues but that's where I have to laugh like Jason Malmoa Ronan Dex Stargate Atlantis the guy who like the guy Aquaman uh, yeah, you know, like, basically the dude that, like, you know, people lose their minds over, Jason Malmoa, also got his start in, in a Stargate television show. Um, and it blows people mind, blows people's minds when you actually show them that. Like, my wife completely tripped out when I showed her that Jason Malmoa was in Stargate. Uh, but anyways, that's where I just really do feel that developers deserve their dues. Um, especially when the guy from Larian... Uh, giving his acceptance speech for Game of the Year, for starters, um, a game that has fundamentally changed how we look at stuff. Well, I, I mean, we've all had our things to say about it. I'm just going to say that what Larian did with um, Baldur's Gate 3, and this is not me trying to cap or anything, but we all like, do, when you look at the leaks, Xbox was going to offer them $5 million to put that game into Game Pass, and they literally thought it was like a mid-tier game. Like, they didn't really think it was going to blow up like it did. And that's just totally, like, it, it's great to see the underdog get his moment, but when Gonzo it gets his little fake little thing out and his little fake chicken, and he's doing fake chicken theory live on screen with Jeff Keighley, and Gonzo gets more screen time then the the guy that's basically thanking everybody for believing in Baldur's Gate 3, and he's trying to take a moment to actually give thanks to a colleague of his who is no longer with us because they passed away. And yeah, they let him finish, but while he's finishing, the music's playing in the background. And I'm sorry, the music wasn't there because they were just trying to make the moment and help add to the somberness of what he's trying to do. They were literally trying to put it on the screen, please wrap it up. And, and that's where it's just like, you're going to give a Muppet character more time than the guy who won Game of the Year and is also trying to have a heartfelt moment. Um, and I also read an article that he wanted to announce on stage that um, that uh, Baldur's Gate 3 was, a was available for purchase on Xbox right as of that night, and he wasn't able to do that. As no, he forgot. He straight up said he forgot on Twitter. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he said he said that I had one job the entire night, and it was if we won game of the year was to announce that uh the game was live on Xbox, and I forgot, and like so, Phil was laughing with him on Twitter. Oopsie. So I, I, <laughs> yeah. I will say I forget I was watching one guy on on YouTube. I won't like point fingers at him, but he was the one that made the comment that Larian didn't get a chance to say it. So hey, cool. But at the same time, you could say he was it was it because he forgot because he caught up or in was the he moment, rushed? Or, yeah. Or was he rushed and right. like, oh, shit, I got to get off stage. So, yeah, maybe you, you know what I mean? You really don't know. You, and anyways, that's where getting away from it. I just really hope because Jeff Keighley did comment on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, that he recognizes that there was some criticism about how things unfolded and that he's going to take it into consideration for next year's show, which is going to be the 10th anniversary of the video game awards. Um, and hopefully I'm just going to say, hopefully this isn't going to, I just hope this isn't something that's going to be as, because like, we're, you know, here we are getting 10 years into it and this is where we're at. And I, I just really hope that 
this isn't what he's going to do for another 10 years. I really hope that we find a good healthy balance of giving developers their dues along with also seeing some new stuff. Um, but that being said, you know, let's talk about some, we all mentioned the games, uh, Jurassic Park, definitely up on my radar. Uh, the Sega games, like, I'm going to be honest on that one. Only one of them really tickled my funny bone on that one. And that was Crazy Taxi. Um, and that's because growing up, uh, I grew up in an area where the only thing to do was was to go to this casino. And right next to the arcade cabinet of Cruising the USA was the actual sit-in arcade cabinet for Crazy Taxi. So I spent so many hours in this casino playing Crazy Taxi. And then I also was, it was one of the games I got when I had my uh, Sega Dreamcast. And I played the crap out of that game, jamming out to Offspring. I just recently went to one of Offspring's concerts, and I really, I really do see the Offspring really wanting to be at least be willing to do another soundtrack for uh, the the basically the revamp of Crazy Taxi, which I thought was really cool. Um, and then, uh, let's see, I mean, everybody here has mentioned a lot of games. Uh, and that's where I don't want to go on, like, the route of regurgitation, you know, like, I still need to play Hellblade 2, um, obviously, Hell I mean, excuse me, I still need to play the original Hellblade, Hellblade 2 looks pretty amazing, I'm looking forward to what that game is going to do, um, as we were talking earlier, uh, Ninja Theory has really kind of hit it out of the park when it comes to advancing the technology for studios to have easier access to, um, motion capture animation that's pretty damn lifelike and it doesn't require thousands and millions of dollars of equipment it can all be done with an with an iphone and a laptop um and obviously blade we've went back and forth on that for me i don't care whether it's an exclusive i don't care about the xbox logo um it is what it is i'm just happy that obviously arcane leon not arcane austin who did redfall but arcane leon the basically the actual parent company of arcane austin that's more well known for obviously prey and dishonored the like the series that we really love and that's where i, I really do feel they're going to be able to use like some of the elements from dishonored in the past where you hang out up top and you're able to do stealth kills and stuff like that um and then also the world exploration of like just the ideas of being able to tackle an obstacle through multiple different directions like we saw in Prey. But for me, I'm happy to see Blade get his dues. When the original Blade movie came out in theaters with Wesley Snipes and the gentleman that played Deacon Frost, and we saw Blade, you didn't even know that Blade was a Marvel character. Like, Marvel themselves would not even admit Blade was a Marvel character until way after um, and now, to be honest, the only the only time we've ever seen Blade appear in gaming was just recently with um, Marvel Midnight Suns, which I actually felt was a really great story. They really portrayed Blade quite well. They gave him a lot of character. And I remember playing Midnight Suns saying, I really do wish Blade would get a little bit more screen time. I really wish he'd get a game. And lo and behold, we're going to get a game. And the cool part is there's also a television show that Disney is working on. I, I'm actually, I don't know if it's a show or a movie. I think it is a series um, where they actually have um, the individual who was like the main bad guy from... Um, Luke Cage. Oh, 
Yeah, from Luke Cage, the main ba- the, the 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 club owner from Luke Cage. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, the, the club. Yeah, he's the one that's playing Blade. Um, and I think I've actually seen like a like a leaked teaser of him uh, as Blade, and he looked really really good as Blade. I feel like he fits the role quite well. Um, I've even I've even heard rumors that he's been in contact with Wesley Snipes, and he's got a lot of pointers from Leslie Snipes how to really capture the essence of the character that Wesley helped really form. Um, so I it, definitely this is going to be a resurgence uh, of the Blade character that's very needed, um, and I really do feel that Xbox definitely uh, signed the right contract at the right time, whether it was like something that was already planned for Bethesda or something that just happened last week. However it occurred, I feel like, you know, Xbox is definitely hopping on the train of reestablishing a character that has actually been a little bit left in the dust. Um, But now that's where, again, I don't want to like try to go off of everything else that everybody talked about, but you know, what can we say about the game awards? It, it's every single year. I've, I've always jokingly said that um, Jeff Keeley and the game awards themselves always feed off of controversy. And yet again, we have yet another game awards that has created a lot of talk on the internet, whether it's good or bad or somewhere in between. Um, I'm just, Hey, it's another game awards in the bag. There's a lot of stuff for us to look forward to. Um, and I mean, where can we go from here? Well said, well said, Centurion. Uh, guys, any more, uh, comments on the Game Awards? Yes, no? Loot guy is iconic. That's my last thing. Who? <laughs> Loot. So, the, when they do the orchestra for the, for the, the Game of the Year nominees and they play all of the, um, the, the music like a, a bit of the music from each of them as a giant orchestra there's one guy who is playing the flute who is always 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 like going nuts playing his flute um and he's been referred to as flute guy and he he was brought back again this year and he had a giant um uh like bass flute that was top bigger than him that he was playing at one point uh that guy is iconic and i love him and i am happy to see that he was back All so right. Now, here's something that actually, like, kind of, like, I didn't think about until right now. Did y'all catch how Jeff Keighley had the stage roped off? That yes. I mean, yeah, they no, must, no, they took, they it, they took well that had, seriously. Like, they, they took that well had stuff tones seriously. Up with, like, flashing lights. Like, dude, you could totally see security at the entrances to the ropes. Like, what yeah. have they're like, yo, who's this with you? Is he cool? <laughs> You and, could uh, just tell, like Jeff Keeley was just like, Mm-mm. they yep. crashed my show last. La- uh, they crashed my uh, game awards last winter. They crashed Jeff Keeley's summer of games this summer. Hell, if it's happening a third time in a yeah. row. <laughs> and uh, Sven, uh, Sven, uh, um, wearing the full suit of armor the whole time that he's that, the head I of Larian. Cool. Yeah, he, he he was there in the full suit of armor the whole time. And then another one from Larian had this like custom made suit, and another one had a custom made dress, and then their head of publishing was wearing sweatpants. <laughs> Dude, I I could only imagine what it would be like to sit in one of those theater chairs in a full suit of armor. How hot it probably oh my got! Oh that fa- had to have been Dude, misery. My, you'd feel and the yeah, dude, the fact that you'd have to sit there for the whole show, all yeah. three hours, your back would probably be killing you because it's not like the metal moves and forms with yeah. you. Yeah. 
you know, we didn't even talk about the uh, Fallout TV show, but it looks cool. Oh, yeah, it does yeah, look the... really good. It looks good. And you know what? That's where I'm just really happy that, you know, um, like game like, dude, gaming is becoming bigger than movies and television combined. And now here we are seeing gaming starting to make it to those to those platforms. Like, remember when playing video games was like this, like, like thing that everybody thought was passe that you did down in your mother's basement. And they thought you were a completely immature individual for doing it. And now here we are with with stuff like Halo, Last of Us, Resident Evil and now Fallout. Um, like, dude, like games have really broke through that, that glass ceiling of showing that there is substance to gaming and that there is a lot of well-crafted, um, universes that you can tap into because as we've seen, dude, with the, with the movie industry, they're starting to regurgitate a lot of things and things are starting to look very similar. And now here we are, we're starting to get like things invigorating back into the entertainment industry and they're borrowing from video games to do that. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, I'm just looking at the time. Uh, I think we'll wrap things up. Oh, damn, I didn't realize it was that late. Yeah. Holy cow, we've been here a minute. But uh, no, honestly, I, I would love to continue talking. Just, you know, I just realized the time. So I think we'll start wrapping things up. And uh, honestly, just a very passionate discussion between all the lads regarding... The Game Awards and Grand Theft Auto 6. I certainly had a, a real fun time with this one. I mean, I usually do, but uh, again, really, really good talk. Really exciting. You know, as I hope all, all of you tuning in tonight, I hope you all had a good time as well listening in. Thank you, everyone, for uh, coming by. If you enjoyed it, then please consider leaving a like and sharing out this episode. It would be greatly appreciated on our behalf. Now, just over to the outros, starting off with General MLD. General, good stuff tonight. Where can everybody find you? Oh, yeah. Great show tonight. You guys can find me at MLD Ghost on X and Gamertag Ghost MLD. Yeah. Had a lot of fun. Looking forward to, to the next one. Yeah. Me too. Next up, Eric Shockley. Bud, good stuff tonight. I thought you had some really good pointers. Where can everybody find you? Yeah, as always, you can find me at Shock Nero on uh, Twitter, Easy Shock on Xbox Live. But yeah, good topics tonight. Hopefully, uh, we'll get news on some of these games going forward, some other glimpses, or maybe they'll give us more info on uh, the uh, exclusivity. But I think it's kind of already set in motion. <laughs> ben Deanna Jones is exclusive. Blade's got to be. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, good show tonight. See you later. Indeed. Next up, Centurion. Hey, I thought you had a, you know, pretty, pretty, um, you know, good commentary on all things Grand Theft Auto and Game Awards. Again, where can everybody find you? Well, I'll try to make this quicker than uh, Christopher Judge's future cameos in Activision. Um, <laughs> you can find me at Centurion1307, at YouTube, Xbox Live, and of course, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. You can also find me right here every Sunday night with this amazing group of gentlemen. And yeah, hopefully I didn't like draw on too long and bore everybody. Nah, you're good, man. You're good. Moving on down the list. Crusader. Hey, loved what you said as well, pal. Uh, Wonderful, wonderful chat. Where can everybody find you? Hey, you can find me at Crusader3456 
on uh, X and most other social media as well. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a it was a great show, great show tonight. Um, you can find me doing some uh, Skyrim mod reviews. I'll have a probably another one up tomorrow. Nice guys, check that out. All right, definitely check out Crusader stuff. Next up, Grimes. Hey, I thought you had some uh, really good takes, really passionate talks, and I really appreciate that. Where can everybody follow you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Fake Mayhem on Twitter. And yeah, I love the, uh, the show today. Short and sweet, I like it. Yep, yeah, I agree. And let's see who we got here. Dots. Dots as well. Good stuff. Where can everybody find you? Hey, yeah, yeah awesome show tonight uh but when we when we go over the normal time that means that usually it's it's been a good topic night so that's a, that's a good sign um but yeah no you uh you can find me usual place dots rts on both twitter and on xbox um but yeah no we're, it's good week good week uh, always happy to talk to you guys on sunday nights agreed and of course, I'm Invader. You guys can find my content on YouTube at Invader Gaming, doing guides, reviews, and so on, unboxings. Again, fantastic show tonight, and we're looking forward to see you all back on the, the next one next Sunday. Later, everyone. Have a good one.